0: holds the ball aloft. We're about to get underway. It's the Champong up against King Ross in the ruck here. Comes down. it with the tap. But Daisy Pierce, as usual, gets away with the clearance. Free Davies following up here. She's streaking down the far wing there. Oh, beautiful kick intercepted there by Darabin. Looks like Simpson's got the ball here now. Handballs it off. And looks like it's going to get all wrapped up over there on the far wing. We're going to have another ball up. Start for Sechilda. So far, we've got uh, Kinross and Champlin again up again in the ruck, and beautiful tap down by Kinross. Unfortunately, doesn't find a teammate. The umpire slips over in the middle of the ground, pretends nothing happens, and runs on, and then calls a free kick somehow for falling on the ground. Not sure what he's called there. Looks like it's going to come back to Daisy Pierce here now. He's going to have a kick pretty much right in the middle of the ground here. Looks like it might the free kick may have been for holding onto the man, but not quite sure. And we can see a very open forward uh, line set up here for, for Darabam. We've got a couple of spares for St Kilda here. We've got Penny Cooler Reed's standing spare in the background along with another teammate there who I think is Sarah Chapman. So Daisy Pearce will have to be careful to work it round. She's looking for a teammate now. No. And she's asked to play on set long down the wing. Bessio in there goes over the back. Bessio chasing it down. Looks like she might be in white chalk manages to keep it in a big shove over there, accidentally there by St Kilda. She's alright, she's fallen into the fence but the high bun's still intact. Good news for Vessio.
1: I think it was coming winning the fence courtesy of McWilliams. He says, uh, "How do you like that?" That's an early morning wake-up goal as the ball is thrown into play. 50 metres out from goal, David attacking City end, brought down by a chank pong. There's McWilliams first hands of the football, cutting through his pierce. had a play on a hammer, got the kick away. with about 15? Bounced awkwardly for Kinross, who saw the ball go over the boundary line and out of bounds. Love of throwing 25 metres around from the right-hand point post. No score either side. Here on girlsplayfooty.com radio, as the ball is thrown back into play. Kim Ross versus a champong. Ken Ross wanted to hit the ground. try to go through there as David couldn't get onto it. laying at it first. She was all wrapped up, brought to the ground by a champong. And we'll call for another ball up forward pocket for the Darabin Falcons.
0: And it's a champong, oh, a heavy contest in the ruck here for Darabin. Following up, it looks like Bessio's got a shot away, but it's gone wide. It's out in the full. Geez, that's windy down there on the ground. They're going to have to kick some drills in here today. Oh, unfortunately, yeah, she's she's been. I'm not sure what's happening. She's. I think she's gone through the behind post you, you, instead of kicking from the other side of it, and it now has it gone for a behind. Now or no, are they they're going to put, throw it they're, in.
1: They're signalling as it is out of play. That's for the second time it
0: happened last week as well. Uh, apparently, footballers don't know uh, what side of the post to go on, but that's okay. Easiest
1: yeah. way is kick it back from what's it it came
0: exactly go back to where it came from so we've got a ball up in pretty much the same position we're 10 metres out from goal pretty much right out in front Bree Davies here she's doing her own ruck here and that's Phoebe McWilliams there at the drop of the ball it's going to be all wrapped up again umpire calls for it they're a little bit closer now they're only a few metres out from goal very dangerous position here for the Falcons oh and it's They've all fallen over. Bree Davies strong through the hips. Makes the clearance. Gets it back. And she's rebounding it back. It's over the top of the 50, but it's going to come back here through Kinross. Handball's off Darren It's with Brennan now. Brennan kicks it to the top of the square. And unfortunately, Vesio's outnumbered there 2-1. And St Kilda kick it out from the 50. Oh, push in the back there. Not sure what the umpire saw. Darwin just got rid of it. But here we go. We've got St Kilda down the wing. Uh, that's Rebecca Neves there, but she's kicked it back to Darwin. Oh, scrappy stuff, Jenna Bruton there, handballs it off, but Penny Cooleried went without it, Bruton gets it back, handballs it back again to Reed, and there's the calm head of Karen Paxman, kicks it up, hacks it towards and it looks like it's landed just on the paint there. No.
1: And that is the by hit on the ball, has gone out oh. the ball, and a free kick to Georgia Fisher. Half back flank, broadcast side, looking for the refuel for some options, will go up the line with the kick. Long, booming kick in the champong direction. Fell short of her and knees. Ross trying to come. Centre, corridor side. past decides to centre the football. Worked out OK. Good kick. Spots up the teammate about uh, 60 metres out from goal. And Callanan pulls the kick at the last second. Barely 15. Umpire court play on. Hand pass back to Callanan who was running through. 45 metres out. Did he get there? Fisher made the attempt. Couldn't get the fingertips on it. Callanan gets her first. Darabin one straight six. No score for St Kilda Sharks.
0: And that was... Footy at its best there, and the uh, cold Gallen, and it uh, was the old give and go, and something we we see a lot in soccer, but don't see it as much in uh, football. And beautiful football, she. She kicked it ahead, didn't quite make the 15, it was handballed back, and she just, it, it wasn't the wind that took that, she just drilled it perfectly, and it was an excellent shot pun and, 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 just and over the, the fingers, agonisingly.
1: And, and the bad thing is for the sharks, when they try to uh, go to a champong, you yeah. could see straight away the likes of Pearson and Delpos knew what was going to happen, and, they knew the ball was going to come inboard regardless. And
0: very dangerously, yeah. right in the centre of the ground as well. Which Exa- is,
1: <laughs> exactly, So, and that's the one thing about Doverne, they guard the corridor very well and use it effectively.
0: Yeah, and uh, if they allow them to have space in the centre of the ground, especially on a ground by this urine
1: for a for a better today. So, ball back in the middle of the ground. Umpire looks around and positions himself. Ken Ross again to go up against the Champong. Umpire puts the ball into the turf, straight up in the air. Ken Ross wins it, trying to put it down the throat of Pearce. It went without the ball, but picked off by Baxman. Baxman inside 50. One bounce, but red best there by Nick Williams, who got on the right boot, had to be good with the kick. Try to put a bit of juice on it, managed to go out to Gardner, who's under all kinds of pressure. The umpire said no prior opportunity and we'll call for a bounce tackle being laid on there by Exxon as we throw it up quickly A Champong loses out to Kinross, Kinross slaps it back down Bruton first to it, kicks it on the right boot, up against the wing Neves comes out afterwards, oh, knocked away from her, has to go back and again lays on a good bump against the boundary line umpire now blows the whistle and says it's out and we'll call for a throwing, great battle there between Exxon and Neves.
0: Yeah, two too small of such a players, but they're playing with big hearts there on the wing now. It's going to be an intriguing little butter here. Umpire throws it back in. We're 10 metres out. Broadcast side. Bruton at the forward. Daisy Pearce has found the ball now, but she's pushed out of play there. The crowd are happy about that, as you can see. Daisy Fierce been involved with it early, as per usual. So we have a shampoo and Kinross up in the ruck again. Umpire throws it in over the back of the ruck. No, Bree Davies at the full of the ball there. She can't pick it up cleanly. We're at the top of the 50 now. It's going to be all locked up. As I said, top of the 50. Broadcast side, umpire going to throw it up. Brennan looking dangerous at the top of the goal square there. Huge tap there. But uh, there's Bree Davy again, paddling it to herself. She wants the boundary line. She really wants it. And she looks like she's kicked it out over the full there. I'm not sure if the umpire's going to call it. but no, I think she's
1: she just blown it out. Um, she
0: uh, might have tapped it onto her
1: own foot there. but Not quite the most experienced umpire. And I think uh, no, they might have just got away with that one there in the Sharks. Yes, yeah, so
0: I think they've definitely got away with that. Here we go. It's, uh, it's come up. It's the top of the 50 Brutons there again. She's paddling it forward to it as well. And that's... Uh, out again yeah the, the umpire does look inexperienced but hopefully you can only learn from the uh from being thrown in the deep end here so she's going to throw it up again she's going to throw it into the wind she better have had her wheat mix this morning so we've got a champong she's telling her midfielders where to go she's been strong so far falls down there that's kilda of habit and they hacked forward there that's uh Tim kinross Ross again there Looks like St Kilda, and that's Phoebe McWilliams there has got the ball locked up, and St Kilda have had a couple of uh, spare in the back line, which has helped for them so far. And there we go. A champong up in the right, taps it down again. Brie Davies trying to bustle her way through. She's well held, but Pierce is dribbling the ball. They just can't pick it up cleanly at the moment. They're they're all looking for the they're all looking for the sideline at the moment, and this
1: uh, umpire's ta- been worked overtime. toughest ta- 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 job in football at the moment. <laughs> Alan George giving the job running with Daisy Pierce. Absolutely, and got, got Pierce
0: has already gotten free somehow. She's got a meter of space, and she only needs a, she only needs a couple to, to do any, do any damage. And Bruton takes on the tackle there, but held to her and we really haven't moved for the last two minutes, we've stayed in the same square, Patch to play and Brennan brings herself up to the contest, to see if she can get it, there's Simpson there, paddling it forward against Bruton, going towards the Falcons goal, we're about 20 metres out broadcast side it's locked in again, gee there's not much going on at the moment and we've got Jessica Dalpos who is all over the ball there we're going to see her, Shampong's got no opponent in the right. she tamps it down but she unfortunately taps it straight down to Brennan who spills it and once again, St Kilda just looking for the boundary line. They've found it again. And the poor boundary umpire is uh, going to have IRSI on her elbow soon.
1: I'll tell you what, <laughs> she's earning her money today. Don't worry about that. As the umpire gets ready to throw the ball back in, about 40 metres out from the Darwin goal, heading towards the city end. He's it back into play at Pong Wins out in the contest. Got it down to Penicula Reid. Go away to Bruton. Her kick was smothered. Straight away, ball hit the grand, great effort by Howes. Trying to go in there is Mick Williams, who's wrapped up by lane going nowhere. Umpire says no pro opportunity, will call for a bounce. So away we go again. Throws the ball up in the air. Lauren Pierce versus a champong. Arnell took it, then got slung to the ground. The umpire says, uh, well, that's a sling, so it's a free kick. And uh, it's going to Lauren Arnell, about 50 metres out from goal. Looking field. wanted to go quickly. Vessio on the lead, decides to work wide to the pocket instead. Taking the mark there is Howes. Who's, uh, well, she's got a bit of space to open up the angle if she wants to. She's got
0: plenty of space.
1: Uh, instead, they're all watching Pierce and Lang. Lang's got nobody. Lang has got nobody, and this is going to allow Brennan to uh, work in the space. Then the kick is half-hearted. Lang's got it. Hand passed oh. around. Simpson went to ground. There's Ali George he just toe-poked it along the ground. Doesn't go out. Howes has got it against the boundary line. Danced around Davey. Kick backwards to Tyndall. Barely makes the 15. 45 out. Decides to centre the ball. Got to be good with the kick. It is, and Paxman takes the mark. 35 metres out slot angle,
0: and that is an absolute um, what Darwin do best. That they just confused their opponents. They had a lot of bodies yeah. in there, St. Kilda, but they didn't actually have much pressure on it. Anyway, so Paxman's the 30 metres out from goal. She'll definitely have the distance here, but does she have the accuracy? Comes in, jumps a very good looking kick, and that is straight over the top of the goal umpire. So that is beautifully converted, not like a half-back flanker at all. She drills that like a full forward and Darabin are now uh, 2-0-12. I don't believe they've kicked her behind yet. No, 2-0-12. And they just confused St Kilda. They they couldn't keep a touch on their direct opponents or any opponents for that matter and both Brennan, Langs and Paxman found themselves with acres and acres of space which is a very it, very worrying sign that they've defended Stowley so it, far. It,
1: it's very smart because Lang didn't have an opponent. She ran to someone who was watching Brennan. That person got confused and yeah, then Brennan then ran Brennan away and created the space. So the ball's back in the middle of the ground here at AH Cap Reserve. Umpire bounces it away we go again. One out on that occasion by Knees who brought the ball to the ground. Is that uh, yeah, Portlock pardon me, doing the ruck contest? Well, there was a bit of a switch going on there. There's it up in the air again. Chapman's been moving towards the middle of the ground. Ball gets buttoned in the Dullposs direction versus Kula Reid. She's being brought down to ground. Well done. Davey now has it. Trying to get a hair pass away. Stripped of to the ball. Whitehead got it out to Kula Reid, who was ambitious with that kick off the side of the boot. House takes an excellent mark, though. Slides over. cops a knee in the hair. The umpire said play on. That's a bit harsh. There goes Paxton going, chasing after the football. And the umpire's pinned out a free kick to Bree Davey when she was on the ground. So Davey on the far side, Mary Creek side of the ground, decides to load up with the right boot kick, goes towards the half forward play position. Garner goes flying through the pack, couldn't hang on to the ball, hit the ground, in goes Paxman. Garner goes in to wrap her up, Gartner there as well. And the umpire is going to call for a ball up. We're about uh, 60 metres out from the Sharks, goal, but uh, the ruck work went straight down the throat of Paxman who kicked it in towards the middle of the ground Delpos had it knocked out of her hands Kielner Reed did the smothering work Delpos got it back again hand pass to Lauren Pierce. goes in the Vessio direction gets shoved off the football the umpire said yeah it's fair play on then goes McQueens and she gets game tackled, thrown into the ground that's twice it's happened today so far Nick Queens has just been <laughs> slammed into the dirt
0: and didn't Katie Brennan let her know about a top of the 50 Vesio does the ruck work brilliant stuff by Vesio and it's that was an interesting passage of play there. Vessio, brilliant, tough in the ruck, uh, down to Hickey. and
1: Yeah, Hickey's made the move from back in towards the line.
0: <laughs> and here comes the poor boundary umpire again. She, they're pretty, she's bringing herself in right near the goal post on the broadcast side, and Hickey's there right in the middle, and another shove out in the ruck. Brennan just pushed her. She's, the umpire's finally blowing uh, his whistle for a push in the back there, so Brennan gave away the free kick in the ruck there. St it. Kicking into the wind, very tough, but an excellent mark there. That's taken there by Jasmine Garner. She's looking ahead down the broadcast side. There's there's bodies everywhere. Seagull's on a chippy and she just kicks it high in hope. There's a few players down. Then Daisy Pierce in the middle of three and killed a sharks and drills it straight into the middle of the field. Got Hickey there. Hickey looks to play on quickly. She kicks it across at the top of the 50. Misses the target. We've got Bestio chasing the ball down here. And it's Georgia Fisher who's trying to clean up there for the Sharks. And it looks like it'll roll over the sideline. That was a brilliant take by Pearce, and Pinpoint straight into the centre. And they've got to close up that, uh, the middle of the ground there, the Sharks, if they're going to keep them out. So we've got the, the ball in about 40 metres out from goal. Far side, tap downs, and Kilda have got it again. They've done well on the clearances so far today. And they've hacked it clear, but it only goes as far as Hickey at the top of the 50. She's roving the ball. That's Jasmine Garner in again. It's going to be wrapped up. They're 60 metres out from home, right on the far side of the wing. Kinross comes in to do the ruck duty. Thought Pierce did a very good job nice five minutes. But anyway, here comes Kinross, wins the tap. Down there, it's going to be wrapped up again. That was uh, Portlock there who got the fall of the ball. And the boundary umpires have uh, thrown in about 40 balls so far, I would have thought. Here we go again. Kiki up there in the middle. She's taken herself to to midfield, which is looking dangerous, and St Kilda have got the clearance again, but a huge tackle. Might have been a little high, but the umpire hasn't called much today. He'll call for another ball up. We're 40 metres out from home at a 45-degree angle. Throws it up. There's Pierce there in the Beautiful tap, but it only goes as far as Cooler-Reed. And Cooler-Reed's found Garner out there in the wing. Garner's looking straight ahead, but... Looks like it's going to be intercepted there by Darabin. And guess who? the Daisy Pierce is there to mop up. Handballs it off. Looks like that's Paxman there. They've managed to get into the 50 St Kilda, but it was only because Darabin kicked it that way. And Pierce is looking for Kinross. Doesn't find her ball. Holds up with the wing. It's coming back. And it looks like a oh, beautiful intercept mark there by Darabin right at the top of the 50.
1: And that's how she switches across to Jane Lang. Lang takes the mark on center wing, gives off the little hand pass. Callan and Lily ran into Killerie, danced around her, went towards center half forward. Bessio with the early jump, manages to get the lucky bounce back, got around Kill got around Clifford, kicks it towards the goal. square Ball is held up. No one is on Katie Brennan, he just dances around. Let me just say that again. No one on Katie Brennan. How does that happen? And that for Katie Brennan, by the way, is goal number 50 for the VFL women's season for this year. 49 up to this game, her first of the afternoon.
0: Yes, and at the other end, there's another very high-scoring goal kicker in my hope who is on 74, I believe you said earlier, Pete, and uh, she hasn't got near the ball yet. Unfortunately, her midfielders haven't found... uh, Punch of the ball, forward to centre, but Katie Brennan, G. she's dangerous, even when she does have an opponent, so you can't afford to leave her alone for much longer. I can't
1: remember if Darren kicked the point <laughs> or not, because literally the scoreboard's below us and we can't see the scoreboard directly, but I believe uh, it's three straight eight and they I don't
0: reckon they have, but uh, umpire's going to blow it up. We've got Kinross in the ruck again. Not sure who that is for St Kilda. That's the umpire getting ready to... No, he's going to bounce it here bounces the ball, pretty fair bounce up there for Kinross, taps it straight to the opposition right there in Portlock Portlock kicks it down and Mel Kickey in the midfield, beautiful hand pass off to a teammate but Penny Cooler-Reed tries to take the intercept mark, Arnell gets the better of it, following up here on the wing paddling it forward, there's Cullinan oh and she's tackled and does not get rid of the ball that's a beautiful tackle by Mick Williams there, She's has been in the thick of it down in defence and we're back. We had a few technical issues there. Someone kicked the power cord out. We're all good now. We're back. Nothing happened. You didn't miss anything. All right. Kinwright's up in the ruck. Pierce is down there. She's tackled with the ball. We're 60 metres out from goal. So we'll apologise for the technical issues there. And <laughs> and there we have uh, Justin Garner there with the ball again. Oh, hang on. Oh, oh. We're just getting... Uh, Peter Holden's just making sure we can secure that... Uh, that power court a bit better, and here we have Darabin at the top of their 50 Bree Davey trying to bustle through the middle gives it off there to Bruton, but it only goes as far as Kinross with a very strong mark there taken by a chest low down, Kinross is looking for a target straight in the middle of the ground, she finds Simpson, Simpson handballs it off, that's a Birch there and Birch tackle that's brilliant there, and that's the work done there by uh, I think it was the ruck there, but Brie Davie's been given the free kick. Davie kicks it ahead, looking for Garner, goes over the top. All wrapped up there. We've got Heffernan with the
1: ball. And away we go again. Kinross tapped it down. Pierce trying to get a hurry kick away towards centre wing. Brie Davie, they picked it up, spun around, got the hand pass away, looking for Whitehead. To it by Hickey. Bumped her off the ball. Hickey went back and got it again. Head pass long over the top. Trying to find who Didn't take possession and slapped it in front of herself. Had to go with the contest with Webb was coming at her. Had support though. Arnau now goes up towards the half forward flank position. Vessio out there. First to meet it is Mia Ray Clifford. Close towards the boundary line. Arnau went as well. She got it then got dragged down to ground by Whitehead. The umpire comes in and calls for a ball up. That... Uh, 55, 60 metres out for the Darabin Gold They lead three straight 18 to the Sharks' No score. thanks to the prepgame.com.au, sponsors of the Falcons. Callanen, one and out, got across to Delpos, who went to Brennan, who took a strong mark, 45 to 50 out, directly in front. And remember I said earlier, this is within her range? I kid you not, on a windy well, day like today, this well, she is was, in Brennan's range.
0: Well, she was actually practising from this very spot warm-up. She drilled two that I saw, she was practicing to see how long she could get with the win, and she'll definitely have the legs. Um, it's all about execution here for Brennan. She'll kick it from probably, as the paint says, about 55 metres out, but it's probably closer to 50. She comes in. It's going to be a have to be a big kick, but it is a big kick. Has it got the direction it has? Brennan loves that, and so do the Darwin Falcons. How's getting around, Brennan? Oh, gee, that's a good kick. And it's very blustery as well, so to kick it straight, it's another um, feather in Brennan's cap, and that is beautiful. It was a very strong mark that she took on there from Colwell. It was definitely a contested mark, but she held the ball aloft, and beautiful kick from Brennan. That's what you pay her the big bucks for, and the Bulldogs will be looking forward to that later next month in the Hampson-Hardeman Cup.
1: And, uh, of course, they announced the marquee players this week, so uh, all we're just waiting for them to do is announce (laughs) Bulldogs-Brennan. We know it's going to happen. We're just waiting for it to be and, announced.
0: And so it's you. A fine role model and ambassador she'll be for the Bulldogs. And here comes the umpire. going to throw it up. His champong's up in the ruck against Kinross. And here we go. The umpire throws it down. Kinross punches it forward. Vessio's run up from the half forward flank. She's got no one on her. Kicks it on the left. Little dribbly old toe poke through the top of the 50, through everyone's hands. Simpson finds space and she's kicked it out. Lauren Pierce, she doesn't know who to give it to. Top of the goal square, little kick through. Pierce, can she soccer it off the ground? She can! Excellent follow-up work from Lauren Pierce. She's playing in the goal square at full forward at the moment and she socks it through with plenty of pressure on her. Excellent conversion there. Vessio has been very lively today. They missed her last week, Darabin. And Pierce has looked very good and very dangerous up there in the goal square. It's a perfect fall for Brennan.
1: Here on Goalsmayfooty.com radio, this quarter for the breadgame.com.au. Goal kickers so far, two to Brennan. Singles to Callum and Paxman and Pierce. That's Lauren Pierce. So five straight leading, no score. Darabin's way kicking with the aid of a three-goal breeze to the city end. Unprimed um, with the ball back in the middle of the ground. And again, Kinross versus a Champong. There's the bounce. Straight up in the air. Kinross won it. Knocked out of the hands to Chapman. Ball fills, falls fortunately for Paxman. But gave it off to a teammate in Houser. Delivered in towards the forward line. Just out of reach of Katie Brennan. Stretched out for it. Couldn't get there. One bounce over the boundary line and out of bounds. i tell
0: you what, she just poked at that and it went about 40
1: metres. That's just on the breezes here at the <laughs> moment. And... If you're Darabin, the thing you're going to be worried about in the second quarter when security kicks with the it's not Mo Hope, it's actually Garner. And Garner can yep. bop, boot the ball a mile, and she can mark overhead. So if she Absolutely. takes anything 45-50 out, Absolutely. she's in range. As the uh, ball is tapped down on the ground, Mo Hope is in the back line as the ball oh, gets shoveled over the boundary line.
0: She's starved of a touch. She just wants to touch the football, and she hasn't disposed of it, but she, at least she's finally got her hands on it. She's looking for 100 goals. She's got a fair few to kick and she hasn't kicked any today so far. Umpire throws it in over the top of the ruck. Pierce kicking at her head, Mo Hopes there. She's waiting for a kick. Just hacked forward there by the Sharks, looking for the boundary line once again. And it'll be there's Garner again. She handballs it off. Bruton's been had plenty of it so far over there to Coolery, but it only goes as far there. Can't think that might be our Daupos there on the far wing. And she's looking for an upon inside 50. Plenty of bodies in there, but she just chucks it up to the top of the goal square. Pierce has two on it. Almost took the grab. Bruton tries to sell the candy, but she hasn't fooled the umpire. We'll have another ball up. We're right, right near goal. We're 10 metres from the Falcons goal, just to the far side here. And we've got Kinross and, oh, well, sorry, Pierce there in the ruck. And McWilliams is legged as she's trying to handball it. She's seen plenty of touches so far, often in the forward line, McWilliams, but now pretty comfortable down back. She'll be looking probably for Garner there. Garner's got two opponents, though, and uh, well held there. Exxon has had a few touches and looked very impressive so far this afternoon.
1: During the shadows of the quarter-time siren, sun's starting to come down, but don't let that fool you because it's a chilly wind (laughs) here at, at West Preston. Running over the top of it, Pierce. Oh, it was to style. It went through her legs and she nearly got it back again. But Mo Hope is there. Lang's trying to hang on to her, but Mo kicks in towards the middle of the ground. Nothing but Falcons on here at the moment. McDonald kicks the ball away as the siren sounds for quarter time here at AH Cap Reserve in West Preston. And it will be a five goal lead to the Darabin Falcons at quarter time. Five straight leading the Sharks, no score. It's what you would have expected of Darabin with this breeze. Have they completely blown them out of the water? No. Not quite, Sin but Kilda, they hold a comfortable lead.
0: They do, but St Kilda did a very good job, I thought. Um, they did get found out a couple of times, but they said, hold the phone. Hold,
1: hold, 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 hold the phone. Around the ground scores. Western Spurs, 4-2-26. Lead Diamond Creek, one behind. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Well, we
0: did commentate um, on a game a couple of weeks ago and they uh, only managed to find 20 inside 50 to about 55 from Melbourne Uni, so... That's, yeah. that, that could be on the cards again yeah, today. I'm, mean, down,
1: I'm, I'm it? guessing the conditions at Reservoir are like this. I'm guessing that there's a wing going to one end of the ground. So if, if Diamond Cricket, four, five, six, goals back the other way, then you could say fair enough. But it makes you oh, raise your eyebrow. Windy conditions, it looks like at other grounds. Melbourne Uni, 4 twenty six lead Geelong, no score. Seaford, 4 thirty one 31 lead Knox, no score. But again, if their but conditions are like ex- this... Well, well,
0: but we expected that from the last two games, I guess. We, we were expecting a closer game from uh, Diamond Creek and the I'm, EU Spurs. I, I,
1: so I'm, I'm still gobsmacked though. Spurs lead Creekers by 25 points a quarter time. That's
0: with, with, no, with no
1: goal. And, and mind you, they don't have what I call a, a recognised no, forward lineup.
0: Whereas um, Diamond Creek do. They have a few big it, creeks it, it, down there. So yeah. even if there is wind, you've, you've got to find ways against that. It happens in footy all the time. So Anyway, we'll, 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 goal we'll, at, uh, uh, yes, we'll wait to wrap up that game later. So we've got Brennan looking very dangerous. If you give her an inch, she'll take a mile. She's got two goals, the only multiple goal kicker today. We've also got singles to Paxman, Cullinan and Pierce, who have all seen a fair bit of the ball. It hasn't been free-flowing play, but that's probably what you'd expect on a day like today. The St Kilda really choked up the back line there, they've chucked a few a few back, probably a, a tactical ploy in this wind, and so far so good. But we're going to take a short break here, Girls Play Footy Radio, and when we come back we'll have the second quarter.
2: I've been a lifeline volunteer for five years now. I became one after I came out the other side of a rough patch. I thought, well, people helped me and now things are good.
3: So it's time to give something back. The thing is, with the training and skills that we get,
4: it's really helped me in my own life with work and relationships.
3: And I've made some great friends. I guess helping other people is a
2: great way to help yourself. Become a lifeline volunteer and make a difference to people's
5: lives, including yours. Call now or visit our website. This is Danny Green. On a night out just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch can end their life and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green Perth. I usually
3: wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300 842 737 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency service, Melbourne. Spoken by Emery's and A. Smallwood.
4: The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials, midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop over till 1am seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call into the riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley train station.
6: The symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits, unexplained weight gain or loss, indigestion or heartburn, and fatigue. But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au.
7: The Prep Game specializes in nutritionally focused, freshly made meals for those who live a busy and active lifestyle. Whether you are an athlete, business professional, parent or fitness enthusiast, fuel your days right with quality food to maximize your performance. Get out of the kitchen and spend more time on what really matters. Let The Prep Game handle your weekly nutritional needs by simply ordering online at theprepgame.com.au or find us on Facebook and Instagram. The Prep Game, proudly sponsoring the Darabin Falcons.
5: Hi, where are the, the Wiggles? Wiggles. Did you know that Vinnie's raises funds for their good works by selling really
4: good stuff in their Vinnie's shops? But the shops don't run themselves. That's right, they need volunteers to help. Can you spare a few hours each week? All you need is enthusiasm and some spare time. And it's really good fun. Please, will you become a Vinnie's volunteer? Just visit vinnies.org.au or pop into your local vinny shop for more details. Yeah, and while you're there, have a look round. You'll, You'll love what you, what you find. Live across the way, this is the girl... GirlsPlayFooty.com match of the day.
1: Indeed, it's the GirlsPlayFooty.com match of the day live here at AH Cap Reserve in West Preston. It's the nest, and it is a five-goal lead to Darabin over the St Kilda Sharks. We should say there's at least a good three or four-goal breeze blowing towards the city end of the ground. The true test of Darabin's lead will be found out, I guess, in the second quarter. If the Sharks can capitalize with it, if they can't, then you would have to say that Darabin is certainly in the box seat to run this one home. To get us underway for the second term, here's Christy Williams.
0: Not just a breeze, Pete, it's Arctic wins here today. I'm tired. The rose is <laughs> down. Ross has got the tap. And here uh, <laughs> we have a shampoo. He's got the ball thrown up it there. Who is uh, Paxman? There's been a bit of that today. But the umpire's finally called it at least. Paxman's in the centre of the ground. Probably about 60 out from our own goal. Kicking up and we've got Simpson now with the ball. Well, oh, looks like Jessica Dalpos, actually. She's got it looking through the centre. That beautiful left foot. Left foot finds Kinross. 70 out from goal. There's plenty St Kilda Sharks free in the back line. Still trying to choke Darabin up, but brilliantly done there by Garner. The ball, the mark, but Daisy Pierce gets the ball. Darabin throw it backwards in the direction of Hickey, but Mick Williams gets a fist in. It's going on the wing. Bree Davies got three, <laughs> three Falcons on it, and she can't be brought down at all. Mick Williams, beautiful, spoiled. Some excellent pressure by the Sharks to get things started. With near side, and Darabin have kicked it inside their 50, very interesting kick there by Paxman. Huge kick across the ground by Bessio. This is dangerous, though. they gotten away with it though, Derebin through Kate Tindall and she's found Jane Lang there on the far wing, Jane Lang looking ahead, tries to play on quickly, another big shove in the back to Brendan, no free kick there Simpson's dribbling it there, got a few sharks on her, drops down there Dalpos again, hands out there to Tindall Tindall sells some candy, goes around her opponent we're at the top here, Pierce is trying to get clean possession and geez it's real hands on knee stuff here at the moment top of the Falcons, 50 Plenty of players around the ball. They're like seagulls on a chip at the moment. Pierce, Darabin just keep going back, backwards. I don't, don't know if they know which direction they're going. in. But Paxman. She tries to find Betsy but the bounce doesn't favour Vessio. Here we go. St Kilda have their first meaningful possession on the lead to Mo Hope, Just in front of her. Now Mo Hope's got two Falcons to beat, and she almost does beat them. All wrapped up here. No, the Falcons have rebounded, but it, oh, it's going to come straight back. It goes out there to Lucas Rod. Lucas Rod kicks it right to the hotspot. Garner almost took the mark, but to no avail. And it's going to come back here. There's looks like Paxman again. Clever little handball does the bounce handball. And oh, oh. she was decapitated there.
1: <laughs> yep, Lane's just getting up I and mean, hope is just getting up now and picking up her head as well and just reattaching it to her neck as she uh, kicks oh it towards the opposite back pocket. Oh, it's a dangerous kick! McDonald got turned inside out. Moana Hope against the boundary line. It's curving back. Paxman gets underneath it though in the opposite pocket. Takes a comfortable Mark. Paxman looking further afield. Wants some options on, decides to go with a short, deliberate kick to Delpos. Delpos still in the back pocket, white on the mark player without a person on him is Birch, Elizabeth Birch, half-back flank, Broadcast side, toe pokes it up the line, Brennan knocked out of her hands at the last second by Colwell and the ball will go over the boundary line and out of bounds. Excellent
0: punch there, but Colwell's done well when she's been on Brennan, she's just found a bit of space to offer Brennan, unfortunately.
1: We'll wait for the ball to be thrown back in A Champong will go up in this contest versus Kinross back into play Champong brought the ball to ground McQueen slapped it in front of herself went back in again trying to feed out the handmaster Bruden. to Bruton Bruton hits the ground gets back up again then kicks it towards the top of the square hope from behind couldn't quite bring it in got the ball back kicked it over the shoulder bounces away to the right hand side and will register it's the first final score of the day one behind for the Sharks the Falcons are five straight 30 early stage of the second term for Jacob Australia spots the Sharks.
0: Oh boy, my hope and Darcy Bessio is direct opponents. Boy, wouldn't you love to see that as a footy fan. Vessio's in the back line at the moment. She's on the top of the 50. Broadcast side Kick to her and she's found Mel Hickey in the middle of the ground. They're there. They're just chipping it around here, Durab, in the moments. The St Kilda zone's not quite working for them. Kinross runs hard. Beautiful lead there. Takes the mark. Right out ahead of her. They're playing really well here. They're just chipping it up. Beautiful, stranger's kicking board again, but it's beautiful play by And Just uh, they know they're up against the wind, but this is a very dangerous kick. It's gone backwards, and it's gone about 40 metres across the face, right to the hot spot. Oh. That teammate's almost taken out. <laughs> Her teammate, there is Shavon Hogan. I think she thought Siobhan Hogan was uh, invisible and thought she might jump over the top
1: yeah, of her I, T- I know they screamed <laughs> deliberate then but I did the up by sympathy going, she just ran into her own teammate. I just I think them. she <laughs> might have been just <laughs> yeah, there yeah, anyway. be going, Where am I? Because the ball is going back into play They can straight out of the back by Hyde. He got stripped of the ball, ball hit the ground Delposs looking over the top, can't go in there Tindall lays the tackle and the uppire asks for the ball back We're about 50 metres out from the Sharks goal attacking towards the city end Ball thrown up in the air, Kinross wins the punch. Tindall wants to get to it first. Paxman sees it over the boundary line and out of bounds. We'll have another throw in 60 metres out from the Sharks goal. We're on the Merry Creek side of the ground. That's the far side from our broadcast position. Watch again, Kinross versus Champong. Back into play, Kinross won it, hit the ground. McWilliams, first to it, got bumped off of it at the last second. Garner over the top, tries to extract his cart. We're going to call for it. Guess what? Another ball up. And there's Vessio is actually
0: free down the goal square. interesting move by the Falcons. And But the Darabin are streaking away with it down the far wing. She's calling for someone to come at her. Or, or goes over the top there of the uh, cooler Reed. She's just completely missed it. And here comes Katie Brennan kicking it inside the 50. Lauren Pierce is there. Wraps her up in a big tackle. It's at the top of the 50. Daisy Pierce finding it again. Throws it to the ground, not sure she got rid of that. The umpire's going to call for another ball up. We're on the 50 metre paint on the far side from Darabin's goal. This is a dangerous position here now for the Sharks. They wouldn't want to concede too many in this quarter, if at all. And the Falcons, the scrabbly old ball, they're just trying to poke it clear. they found McWilliams, who hacks it forward on her left boot. And here we have five Falcons to only one shark. But there's McWilliams again. She's finding herself strongly outnumbered, but they're going to come away with it. She throws it up to herself. Not sure what she was doing there. Mohope handballs it out. She's found Lucas Rod in there. Lucas Rod kicks it to the hot spot. Plenty of Falcons there. Though. They're going to kick it away. Kinross rebounds it out. Just tells it everyone's just calming down. We're going to chip it ahead again. Going to kick it to the far side of the wing again. That was Tyndall there. Finds her teammate there in Kinross. Kinross looking for Pierce Has brought a strong lead and a great mark out in front. These Ruckman are doing well today. Providing impetus all around the ground for them. And another just finds the centre there. That's uh, Claire Heffernan who handballs it off. Packman was strong yesterday and now they're kicking right through centre goal. Brennan takes it out in front. Gets a shove for her troubles. She wants 50, not sure she'll find it. Very dangerous position. It's going to be a really tough kick here for Brennan. She's probably going to kick it from 40 out, if not a little bit longer. But she's kicking right into the breeze. Polwell's been strong on her, but Brennan just too strong overhead for her. She's going to line up here. She is taking a shot. It's going to be very difficult to slot this, would have thought, with a bust through breeze. She comes in juggling the footy in her hands hops him the jump, tries to keep it low but it drops short and across the face it's taken, it's taken by Simpson again or oh, Dowpos, no it is Simpson she took a very strong puck mark last week, she came from nowhere she was trying to come front and centre but the uh, the wind didn't take her that far she's just going to kick a nice little drop kick from five minutes out and the drop kick was a nice little one and it went straight to the opponent on the bar <laughs> They're going to wrap it off and kill it up oh, Simpson will want to have
1: their time over again. Rock was the play on the mark who slapped it straight down the ground. We call for a fall up forward pocket. Up in the air it goes again. Portlock makes the most of the contest, moving it forward. Davey tries to slap it in front of herself. Lane going with her. Davey lost control of it. Then it was slapped forward courtesy of Mia Rae Clifford. Got it towards the half-back flank. Good shippening work by Davey. Clifford now kicks in towards the middle of the ground. In comes Mick Williams who crashes through two. Then came Hickey who dispossessed her. Ball hit the ground. Mick Williams leaves a big tackle on Heffernan. and fire comes in and says we'll call for a ball up. Just near the cricket pitch, 29-point lead to Darwin, second term, sharkske with the breeze this quarter. Hickey tried to kick it off the ground but it was picked off easily by Davey, hand pass over the top to Hyatt, Hyatt sold the candy, then with the hand pass to Davey, was a little sloppy, has to dance around Callanan. goes back by hand, has to be good, it isn't, Portlock has to juggle it, Hickey on a hammer, pushed her over at the crucial moment, Davey hand pass to Whitehead, Whitehead gets crunched by Hickey, how's your day? Pulls free, here's the kick around the corner, Portlock, tries to move it forward, trying to get it in the direction of needs. then spins around, gets towards half forward, Garner off the half volley, gets the hand pass before she was slung, then gets the hand pass back to Tilly Lucas Rod, who goes in the direction of Mo Hope, but guess who reads it best, it's the spare player back in Darcy Bessio.
0: And Bessio kicks across the face of the goal, she's looking for Elizabeth Birch, very dangerous it is. And Kayla Moore is trying everything she can do to tackle the Falcons, but Paxman, the clear head again, finds Arnell in the centre, just at the top of the 50, close to our broadcast position here. Plenty of voice from the crowd early. Brennan's run a long way. She's run 150 metres to make a lead, but she's ignored. Throws it in the direction of Pierce, who puts it down. But St. Kilda found it here, hacking it through, and guess who's there? It's Darcy Vessio. Unlucky bounce for Vessio. She misses it. My hope sniffing around. She lays a good tackle. Vessio's got it back though. She's got a handball forward. She's found her opponent there, her teammate there in bird now hasn't seen as much of it today as she saw yesterday. She's just rebounding off the 50. Another huge push in the back there. There's been plenty of those today. Not called. St Kilda forward. Right at the hot spot. And there's Vessio. And uh, I think it's Hickey down there. What a thought. St Kilda have just laid on top of it there. But Dalpos has found a way out. It's only going as far as St Kilda at the top of the 50 there. Big on we got Lucas Rod take, <laughs> taking on... Uh, I think it's their opponent there at Exxon. Exxon again, who has been in the thick of it early.
1: Ball is thrown up in the air, Lauren Pierce wins it, hit the ground, Reynolds is there, Arnell got stripped out of her hands, House goes in, bottling in hard is Bruton as well, umpire says, call for another ball up, and that's what we'll have, half forward flank position, Jack's attacking, Lauren Pierce wins it, tries to get it to house, beaten out by Davey, couldn't control it, bowled over an opponent, busted through two others but went without the football this time, Hickey now got it back, but the half-Arsenal teammate who got caught by Ghana, ball on the ground, Lucas Rod got spoiled by Hickey, in goes Ghana, Lucas Rod again, intercepted by Arnell, got a kick away she's been dragged down, Clifford trying to get it to Ghana, lost it, Clifford, 45 metres out, that's not bad at all! Boy, was that some tough footy.
0: <laughs> I would not want to be tackling Bree Davie at the moment.
1: <laughs> da- Damien, hit a couple of heart nuts in there. No question about that. She <laughs> in a
0: bullish mood. Hey, Bree Davie. And we've, uh, an interesting chance in the headset. I'm sure that was interesting reaction in the crowd there for the fight. But St Kilda have finally got their first goal on the board. Clifford with a brilliant, uh, finish there for the top of the fifty. The wind carried it the whole way but it was a beautiful
1: regardless. There'll be an inquiry during the week. What's Defender doing in the forward line?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what's Darcy Bestio doing in the back line? Anyway, <laughs> Pierce gets there. Pierce gets the touch there, brings and guess who's there, Brie Davies. She's had three people try and tackle her, none of it successful. That's Clifford there again, trying to bustle her way through. They're yeah, hacking it forward here, St Kilda, searching, floating ball, straight into Paxman's lap, but she drops it cold, they're looking for holding the ball, but the won't find it, we're at the top of the 50, looking very dangerous here, St Kilda now. They're sniffing around, my hope in the goal square. Vessio goes back to help out, and here we go. Arnell's got it all wrapped up. We're at the top of the 50 the, now.
1: The one thing to worry about for St Kilda is they're doing well holding up against Darabin, but they're not really hitting any no, targets not. inside 50, making the most of their uh, wind advantage.
0: No, they're not at all, and, and, and that's exactly what's happening again, but we're hacking it forward. Lucas Rod, and she's going to kick it straight to Vessio, and that's what Justice... Just as Pete Holden was mentioning, but at least this time it's going to come back. Vescio just been cleaning up this quarter, playing the quarterback role to a plum. But uh, here we go. Jenna Bruton's kicking it inside the fifty. Vescio's there, and my hope has taken a strong mark. Oh, Fancy her hands on heads. I'm not sure what else she could have done there. She uh, she tries. She's trying to take the mark herself. I don't think she's ever not, ever had to punch the ball before. Uh, Jeremy Howe-esque, but uh, she's gonna go on the mark. She's not happy, but uh, it was a very strong weight from my hope anyway. 45 degree angle, 30 out, strong drop punt. She just just kicked it to the near side. Unfortunately it was a lovely drop punt but she just hasn't found the target. Pretty hard to kick goals here today would have thought from any kind of angle but she does her best my hope and that's the first contested grab we've seen her do today um, and that was coming from a very strong lead as well so they'll need to kick out in front a lot more St Kilda rather than just banging it up, up and high because that just suits Vesio playing spare. We've got Megan McDonald to take the kick out here she's going to Kick it as high and as far as she can and it holds up in that breeze. It's not going very far at all. Managed to find the 50 bait. <laughs> Cooler reads there. Shepherding for a teammate there in Colwell. Colwell wrapped up there by Brennan. We'll have another ball up. 60 metres out from goal. Fast near side here. A beautiful tap down there, and St Kilda are away here. <laughs> very nice selling candy there. Don't have the number there on the team oh, sheet. It looks like
1: it's oh, just gone out in the floor. That was, that was very, not very sure. very close. Cameraman would have she a was, better angle. They were but, right on it.
0: Uh, the umpire was about 60 metres away from the action there, so not sure how she could have called it, but anyway, that's all right. So, to the top of the 50, Paxman tries to shrug off her opponent. They found a free kick. She says she's held on, but she was on the ground, so I'm not sure you can uh, do that. Hyatt's got it anyway. She's going to have to steer clear of the uh, mud pot there. Here comes the lead from Hope, but she ignores that. She just tries to sit it to the top of the 50. Oh, Ta-da. Ta-da. And we talked about how dangerous she is, uh, Jasmine Garner, uh, but, uh, gee, uh, that's a good grab. They're
1: working out a good system there, and I liked it. Mo Hope leading to the pocket, and Garner just, working the goals but who's stronger over here.
0: And just yeah. hitting to the hot spot. Yeah. And that's why it's called the hot spot. <laughs> it's not looking happy again, but not sure what else she could have done there. Keeps it low. And boy, does she slot it. If she can do that, and if they can kick it to her more often, they'll look very dangerous there, the Sharks Garner and Hope, you'd have to say, they're the most dangerous tandem in the VFL women's at the moment. And they're on the board now. 2-2-14. Darabin, though, 5-zip, 30. So they've still got a bit of a mound to climb it. Geez, they're well on the way.
1: Here on girlsplayfooty.com radio, live at AH Cap Reserve in West Preston this quarter. For Jayco Australia, sponsors of the Sharks, to gather their huge range of RVs and caravans online at jayco.com.au. Around the ground scores, Spursley Creek is 32-9. Melbourne Uni League, along 47-zip. Seaford League, Knox 38-zip. But the one we're keeping an eye on is Diamond Creek Western Spurs, so that has huge implications Absolutely. in the chase to the finals. As the umpire has the ball in the middle of the ground. Will set himself. Thump. There we go. Away we go again A Champong versus Kinross. And it was one down by Champong. Got it to Chapman who caught one high and will get the resulting free kick in the centre of the ground. Looking further afield. The former St Kilda Sharks captain now it gets on the right boot. Long and high in the gilded direction. Too much on it with the wind. And Howes with it best backing back. And Howes now switches towards the halfback flank. It's a bit of a pie floater but backing underneath it. Georgia Holden. No relation. Has the ball in the halfback flanks spot, right in front of our broadcast position gets on the right boot, goes up the line Penny, kill read, no, couldn't bring it in, there's Chapman, who gets slammed into the ground by Brennan, right in front of the Darabin coaches' bench, and the umpire said, copped it too high on the way down to the ground, or so the Chapman will end up with a resulting free kick and
0: Brennan's been nice and physical, which I like to see in this quarter. She's kicked ahead. Mick Williams has taken She's taken the mark there. She has. Interesting by Ellie George there. But she passes it off to Mick Williams. She talked about that hot spot. There's my hope. Just drops it. Garner's still there oh. looking for the soccer. Oh, this is... Oh, oh. she's... well the umpire's In dead. danger. In she's danger. She's kicked in danger, but I don't mind that there. But it's going to come straight back here. It's intercepted way too high. St Kilda are going to kick it straight back to the top of the hot spot. There's a few players there. There's Ellie George there again. Mick Williams trying to bring it down. few juggles. Vessio got the hand in. It's going to be all wrapped up there. Hickey's got the ball.
1: You were right earlier with that k- attempted kick in the goal square that was in danger. You might as well take the risk oh, if it's absolutely. in your goal square because absolutely. if they don't pay it and it's a goal, well, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> Best case scenario, you give uh, a boot to the face of your opponent, which is the worst <laughs> thing. Not that we uh, condone violence in any form. Girlsplayfooty.com and here comes Taravan. He's going to come back. Speaking of violence, here comes free Davey, muscling her way through three tacklers. Only goes as far as Kinross. Kinross brings it down. Pierce is going to hack it clear. She hasn't found any players yet, but Brent Brennan's there, tap forward, here we go, it's Exxon again, she's tries she handballs it off to Brendan, Brendan's looking inboard, clever little kick there to Dalpos, Dalpos in the centre of the ground, chips it ahead, Paxman playing on straight away, looking through the centre of the ground, she's got a few players, she's found her teammate there in Tyndall. Tindall looking ahead, McWilliams is on the mark, not sure who she's looking for, Pearce is trying to shepherd her for a teammate chips it back to kinross that's the shortest 15 meters i've ever seen looked about five we're kicking it out there to jane lane who very smartly has got some gloves on today won't have had some we'll have some players with frostbite soon i think tops of their fingers lane kicks it ahead strong mark there it's paxman's got the ball she just tells her teammates to calm it down there she's 70 meters out from goal center wing there we go. She's kicked it ahead. It's fallen to the back. But uh, no, Penny Cooler-Reed, I think, is it down there? No, Mary Clifford. No, Mary Clifford's read it best. Brennan just couldn't find it. Pretty hard holding up there in the wind. Clifford, strong. Oh. Strong overhead from Pete McGuilliams. But she roves her own ball and plays on. She's got a few teammates free here. She's going to find Kayla Moore. Kayla Moore over the back. Looks like Howes there is going to be there to kick it. Another kicking in danger. Would have thought there. But she's tapping it ahead. There is Kayla Moore. Kayla Moore over the back, and Durbin are going to clean it up. Hand passed off there, and easily fixed up the 50, and beautiful punch there, well in. Well played there by the number five. That is Lucas Rod, who's been playing very tough today. Right
1: in front of our broadcast position, we'll have to throw in 70 metres out from goal. The breeze just died down, I just feel a in? touch? Currently 5-zip 30, Darabin, 2 2 14, the St Kilda Sharks for Jayco Australia. A champon brought it down the ground, in goes Bruton, fighting hard for it, was Delpos. McWilliams trying to get it to Tilly Lucas Rod, hatch it out the back, there's Bruton, couldn't hang on to it. Paxman as well, dispossessed, a champon dives onto it, Daisy Pierce goes over the cop. It goes over the top. Calls for a cab. The umpire says, "I'm sorry." Champong oh.
0: doesn't like it. She's Ca- she's got something in her head there. Daisy Pierce tells her, "What the hell are you thinking?"
1: Oh, as the ball <laughs> is thrown up in the air and it's one out by Kinross. A Champong trying to get the hair pass away. Bruton trying to kick it up the line. McWilliams holding on to it. Pierce over the top of her, and we'll see the ball go over the boundary line and out of bounds once again. And right in front of our broadcast position, there's no
0: position. here for Kinross. She's looking around. Someone get in the ruck, please.
1: Davey's in there. As we wait for it to go up in the air, Davey, and there's a holding infringement, George versus Pierce, and uh, right in front of the umpire, Ellie George has given that one away. As we wait for the boundary up by to give the ball to Daisy Pierce. Not comfortable
0: oh, chucking it on the boot there, the pull boundary up <laughs> She's been overworked today and underpaid.
1: As Daisy Pierce looks further up the line on the right boot, looking in the hickey direction. Just catches it Ooh. and nearly loses her footing in the mud. Just losing a bit of grip there. Got the long slops probably on today as goes the short kick. Oh, Bree Davy intercepts. Davy straight down the corner. Mick Williams! Had so much land, you could have built a three-story house. It was—I uh, don't know how on earth you had well, that much property.
0: Well, I'm not—I'm not sure you could even plan for the, uh, such a bad, such a bad misread, um, misread kick there.
1: Mick um, Williams, yeah. <laughs> slight angle, stabs at it, doesn't make him pay. You got to put those ones away, and Darwin will be seen. You know, we uh, got away with that one pretty cheaply. 2-3-15, the Sharks, Darabin, five straight 30.
0: And we... Sorry, B, I didn't add the one on the end of the 14. Not good at maths, not even plus one. Here we have Bruce Davies. him in the don't argue. Gives it off to that gives it a roost. Looks like it's just going to oh. fall short. The goalkeeper on the line there invesio just kept it out. Well, not a bad kick from Bruton right from the top of the 50. Vessio's got a teammate free in the pocket again. There's no one on it. She's going to give it back to her again. Plenty of space there. Speaking of three-story apartment blocks, there's plenty out there. And Darabin looking very d- disgusting-looking torpedo there. Not sure what that was. Excellent mark taken out there by house Kicks it ahead. Far wing. She's going to find... Looks like it's Hickey out there. And Hickey's going to kick it ahead. No, that's not Hickey. That's Dowpos. And going to find another... Oh, on the fall. They've found a free kick out there. Can't really see that far without yeah. my last no, at the moment, Pete.
1: I'll give you a hand. That's hard. He kicks it long in the Garner direction. It takes a mark out, marking her opponent on that occasion. In Birch will spin around, gets on the right boot, pops it up, high near in the gunner direction. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh <laughs> we're flying through the air. Couldn't bring it in. House is dispossessed. Oh, Hickey would kick it away. <laughs> Bruton came across, knocked it off of her. In goes Chapman, hands and knees. She can't squeeze it out. Bruton goes in over the top, can't extract the pill. Now she does, gets it out, little toe-poker of a kick. Mo Hope takes the mark. Uh, is it a mark or She's play on? on. No, the umpire says you've got to come back.
0: She's definitely played
1: and on. And the ironic thing is when she went to play on, I think it actually dribbled through, but you can't play no, an advantage.
0: It, it, it didn't, but she definitely played on there. It's interesting umpire. Yeah, anyway. Siobhan
1: Hogan is just having a a polite conversation oh. over a cup of tea and Bicky's with the umpire about that.
0: Yeah, not sure I'd be polite about giving my <laughs> hope any chances. But anyway, that's all right. It was a very strong grab. Read the ball, read the ball uh, excellently. I dropped over the. You can't let uh, her get her out the back there.
1: Mo- Moana Hope will be on a tight angle. She'll be kicking from about 30 metres out. Has
0: to keep it really low, but not well, so low as to kick it into her opponent on the mark, as Simpson did we'll earlier in the quarter. make
1: it eight points, <laughs> the difference.
0: Which doesn't kicks, it low.
1: And it is away to the right. Poor kicking 2 five St Kilda. Darabin 5 straight 30. Look at it this way. Sharks 5, sorry, this quarter, 7 scoring shots to just 5 from Darabin. But again, it's all about how you hit your targets inside 50s and make your opponent pay as the siren sounds... Before halftime, here on GirlsPlayFooty.com, in our match of the round, the Sharks should be going. We controlled that quarter, but we didn't make Darabin pay.
0: Well, I'm not sure they controlled it, but they had. I didn't get any sense at any stage that they did have so much control, but they dominated it absolutely. Um, There's some a little, a few errant kicks there by Darabin as well, which we don't usually associate with them, but. They need to bring that intensity. They brought some really good pressure at the start of the quarter. They need to bring that now to the third quarter. You can concede that you're going to... You're going to let through a few goals, but if you bring that pressure around the ball, at least you'll force them wider, which will make those kicks harder. Because Brennan, yeah. um, her goals have been kicked from straight out in front. You've got to force them wide at least. Yeah. And, and that's come from that pressure on the ball, well, which they started so well through that quarter.
1: Well, that's been improved on that second quarter. The Sharks hit up the zone. And with the zone, even though it looked a little bit clunky at times, it did force Darabin wide, and it didn't allow them to yeah. come to the corridor. They were going to chip kicks, playing they, possession ball, they but did, they had to play they, wide. they
0: they intercepted it.
1: Exactly. Uh, but the problem was, I think if we look at the if you're looking at the inside 50s for the Sharks, I think there was maybe three marks inside 50 and I think they've got maybe a one goal return out of those marks best
0: well, might have taken uh, it probably took four or five marks inside it, it, inside it, the in her defensive 50
1: it, exactly so again it's a bit similar to the devil's game of last week yeah. where the where Darwin's opponents are great on intensity yep have won a quarter but they haven't made the fact, most you, of you, the opportunity mentioned
0: it's okay probably a mirror and near image, image to last week, yeah. Is. Um, plenty of chances. And they never kind of they're not either neither side is chip and chase kind of control sides, which Darabin did a little bit in that quarter, but they certainly dominated and they had the the majority of possession, the majority of the inside fifties and the majority of the dangerous chances as well. They they could be one or two goals up here at St Kilda, if not for some errant kicking and probably not suited to the conditions in hitting it high and high uh,
1: and, and the difficult thing for them is, realistically, they've got to hold, and this is going to be a tough, tough job, they've got to hold Darabin maybe to a two, no more than three goal quarter, yeah. and I don't see that happening.
0: Not uh, If they can bring that pressure, they might be able to hope that Darabin force them out wider and hope that Darabin have uh, kind of perhaps don't... Kick as poorly, they kick as poorly as St Kilda mm. just did. That, that's the hope if you can push them wider. But Katie Brennan doesn't knows where to lead. She doesn't lead out to the pockets. She's, she's smarter than that though. So uh, they've just got to hope that they can bring the competitive guts through the midfield for for at least half of the quarter, if not uh, all of
1: it. And the funny thing is with the. Z- on as well, and you said the short kick from Darabin. In a way, that's not too bad for Darabin, because if you, if you have that five goal lead at quarter time, which they did, if you're chipping the ball around, and your opponent's been... got a three goal breeze, you're thinking, well, yep. we're killing the clock anyway, you know. And time's our friend. And, and, they and they did, and time yeah. was
0: their friend. They did, they did yeah. plenty of it, and, it, and it look, they looked very good. Um, but they can do that as well. They're the, they're the kind of team that obviously do have the skills to match um, and, and be able to execute that kind of game plan, whereas St Kilda probably don't. Um, but We really want to see another big quarter here from um, both sides, but it's going to be very dangerous for the St Kilda Sharks if they let them get more centre possessions as they did in the first quarter.
1: Well, we might take this opportunity here on girlsplayfooty.com radio uh, to take a break. Just as we get ready to hit that break, I'll get some around-the-ground scores for you in the VFL women's competition at halftime. As we said, uh, the other result, of course, was yesterday, 76-point win to uh, the Eastern Devils over Cranbourne at Cranbourne. Uh, The scores that we have at the moment, Diamond Creek 2-3-15, trail the Western Spurs 5-2-32 at halftime. Melbourne Uni, 7 47 lead Geelong, no score. Seaford, 7 51 lead Knox, no score.
0: Well, I guess we expected the majority of those scores, didn't we? And, and it's a pretty rubbish day to be playing football huh. at the moment. But uh,
1: I'd expect a big third quarter from Diamond Creek. If I was uh, Tanya Hetherington there at halftime in their sheds, I think you'd be given a paint peel saying, well, we she, lose this, that's final, see you later. You know, don't know the bother. Day.
0: She's, she's had to give them too often, and if you haven't responded in the last few weeks, she might have to find a different tact than just ripping shreds off them. She might... She ne- Needs um, those leaders to stand up and needs someone like a Cameron to say, take yourself higher up the ground and say, hang on, guys, we are in this. We need to make these finals. How bad do you want it? And, it, and uh, hopefully they can respond because they haven't responded so far in the last couple of weeks. And it's going to be a really important game. And gee, they need to finish strongly. I think everyone in the competition is just is hoping they do for that. Um, just just for the closeness and the competitiveness of the the finals and and the rest of the season.
1: We'll take this opportunity to take a break here on girlswayfooty.com radio, but here on the Swiss VFL Rounds 14 Clash, it is Darabin 5 straight 30 leading the St Kilda Sharks 2 17
5: Have you ever dreamed of quad biking in the wilderness of the Northern Territory or becoming a greaser on a 100-year-old steam tug? Personally, I rather fancy a bit of frog spotting myself. The point is, whatever you choose, volunteering is about being involved, getting things done and making a difference. Participate, activate and create. Volunteer today. Visit www.govolunteer.com.au. Every week, the Salvation Army helps
2: shield those in need with 170,000 meals. Every week, they shield 3,000 homeless from the cold in their shelters. Every week, they provide 500 blankets and 18,000 food vouchers and $54,000 worth of clothing, furniture and household goods. Every week, the Salvo shield 700 victims of abuse in their refuges and assist 1,100 people who are caught up in the web of addiction. Every week, they provide telephone counselling to 3,500 confused, frightened and lonely people with nowhere else to turn. The Salvation Army helps thousands of people every week. Imagine what that costs. Please support the Salvation Army Red Shield Appeal Doorknock Weekend. Call the credit card donation line on 133230, so the Salvos can continue to help shield those in need. They're counting on it. Everything a business throws out represents wasted money and resources. Reducing waste and recycling unwanted items in the workplace is great for the environment and can be good for the bottom line too. PlanetArcsBusinessRecycling.com.au lists recyclers from across Australia and it's quick, free and easy to use. You'll also find a guide for choosing the right recycler and free signage. Search for Business Recycling or call 1300 763 768. Hi, this is Adam Gilchrist for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Facing a cricket ball that's coming at 140 kilometres per hour can be pretty dangerous, but not nearly as dangerous as getting behind the wheel of a car after you've been drinking. Having a good time is fine, but if you plan to drink, plan ahead so you and your mates can get home safely drinking and driving. It's just not cricket.
3: A message from Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300 800 Four two seven three seven, and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service, Melbourne. Spoken by Emery's and A
7: Smallwood. The prep games specializes in nutritionally focused, freshly made meals for those who live a busy and active lifestyle. Whether you are an athlete, business professional, parent or fitness enthusiast, fuel your days right with quality food to maximize your performance. Get out of the kitchen and spend more time on what really matters. Let The Prep Game handle your weekly nutritional needs by simply ordering online at theprepgame.com.au or find us on Facebook and Instagram. The Prep Game, proudly sponsoring the Darabin Falcons. Hi. Hi. I'm here to talk about the Reading
6: Writing Hotline. It's a service that helps adults who can't read and write as well as they'd like to. The number is 1-300-655-06. Give them a call if you know somebody who needs help with reading and writing. It's never too late to learn, and it's easier than you'd think. 1-300-655-06, the Reading Writing Hotline. 1-300 Six
3: triple five oh six.
4: The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials midday through to 9, plus the TAB and bottle shop over till 1am 7 days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call into the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop button from Burnley train station. Hi, where
5: are the, the Wiggles. Did you know that Vinny's raises funds for their good works by selling really good stuff in their Vinnie's shops. But the
4: shops don't run themselves. That's right, they need volunteers to help. Can you spare a few hours each week? All you need is enthusiasm and some spare time. And it's really good fun. Please, will you become a Vinnie's volunteer? Just visit vinnie's.org.au or pop into your local Vinnie's shop for more details. Yeah, and while you're there, have a look round. You'll, You'll love, love what, what you find. find. The
6: symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits, unexplained weight gain or loss, indigestion or heartburn, and fatigue. But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au.
2: Do you know someone with macular degeneration or glaucoma who's finding it hard to get around because of vision loss? They may have recently had a fall or you've noticed they're no longer able to find their way around safely. If you do, you should contact Guide Dogs. They help people just like this to stay safe and active. And it's a free service. To find out how Guide Dogs assists people with impaired vision to stay safe and independent, call 1-800-804-805. That's 1-800-804-805.
7: Hardco Home and Body is a local family business that manufacture all their own natural candles and body range. Visit one of their six kiosk stores in major shopping centres throughout Melbourne, or their recently opened new homeware store at Casey Central, Nary Warren, featuring many local Australian designers and their unique high end pieces. To find your nearest store or to buy online, head to hardco.com.au. That's hardco.com.au. Hardco Home and Body proudly sponsoring the Seafit Tigerettes. If you're a new parent, you know how much fun bath time can be. Kids love bubbles.
2: They love to splash. But be careful not to let your guard down during these fun times. Don't leave the kids alone in the bath for a second. Not to answer the phone. Not to turn down the TV. Never. Last year, nine babies drowned in bathtubs. tub. your pool. Shut the gate. Teach your kids to swim. It's great. Supervise, watch your mate, and learn how to
4: resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Kids Alive. Do the five. Live across the web, this is the GirlsPlayFooty.com
1: match of the day. Live and rejuvenated, courtesy of a cup of tea from the Darwin bench. This is GirlsPlayFooty.com radio. 13 point lead to Darwin over the St Kilda Sharks at three quarter time as we get ready to get underway. The umpire holds the ball aloft and away we go. Holds the ball back. <laughs> You're right there, uh, Pete? Yeah, I think I've got these cables out. You continue calling KW and I'll sort <laughs> things out here. <laughs>
0: Alright, balls up his neck. Oh yeah, that's, that's not a happy sound. Sorry about that, folks. Alright, so Heavy hasn't got anywhere. Or oh, still in the centre of the ground
8: there.
0: Still warming up my fingers with my cup of tea. Shampoo goes up in the ruck. Booted down St. Kilda. Hacking it forward. My Hope one out with their opponent. Loses the ball. And it's Dalpos streaking away with the ball. Beautifully rebounded. Kicked out to the far wing on the lead, but it's intercepted there by the 31 in Ritchie. Ritchie, though, can only kick it as far as Durriban's uh, Brooks Howes. Howes has been good today. Kicks it forward up to the new wing again. Simpson, another strong mark. She's been very lively the last couple of weeks. Very impressive youngster. Looking in board. Beautiful kick inside the 50, trying for Pierce. Goes over the back, McWilliams is there to clean up the ball, Brennan keeps it in. (laughs) 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 Yep, good to go again. Very unhappy standing in that uh, next microphone, unfortunately. We're getting there. There we go. (laughs) marginally better. Champong up in the rock, only goes to Daisy Pierce. Daisy Pierce handballs it back to Lauren Pierce, her namesake. Simpson handballs over the top of her head. Brie Davies says the tight argue. Takes on Paxman and doesn't get rid of the ball. Bit off a bit more than she could chew there, Brie Davies. Paxman a very strong tackle. and Paxman kicks it in board, Finds Arnell, top of the 50. Arnell looking for a teammate. Desio with the run. There's Brennan as well. Vessio out in front, drops the mark. Cleaned up there by McWilliams. McWilliams handballs it out. Ezio's there to make the tackle. Doesn't affect this ball, but Lauren Arnell raves it beautifully and snaps a goal. And boy, does she love that. Lauren Arnell kicks her first for the day. That's Darwin's sixth goal. Plenty of space out there for Darwin. Not good signs there for St Kilda. I'm going to keep chatting on while Pete Holden sorts out the microphone. And uh, we have Durabin's Dar- sixth goal for the day. That's six zipped 30 to 2517. Don't hold us to that, folks. The scoreboard's down blast, but we're pretty sure that's right. And the umpire's going to bounce it down here. Kinross and a champagne going up in the ruck. Big thud to get us underway. Beautiful bounce, goes straight up. Kinross pops it down. Penny Cooler reads there in the middle, trying to clear it up. Strong tackle, she holds it to Dalpos, and Dalpos is all wrapped up. Gives the ball back to the umpire. Going away again, that sounds better, Peter Holden. Nice clear crisp down there now. And it's in the middle there. Ball spills out, Paxman's there. Lauren Arnell wraps it up. Hasn't gone much, yeah. much further I since think, the bounce.
1: I think cross freq- I've been cross-frequencies on the other thing, which is uh, not doing me any favours whatsoever. Another thing for the tech budget that you know it just keeps extending out. <laughs> As the ball is at the moment with Alex Whitehead, can't get the quick clearance out of there. Hurried little through, trying to get it out to Kinross. Kinross, went with a hand pass sideways, uh, over through the pack. Hickey now delivers it towards the centre forward position. Brennan uh, oh was held, according to the umpire, and that means she's within Range at and 50 meters out, but close the player on the mark. She decides to that, go to uh, the pockets.
0: That player on the mark was about five meters from where the mark actually was. So the, the umpire really needs to be a bit more careful here. But that's all right, going on. So we've got Arnell lining up for a second goal here. Let's just mark her name down on the goal kickers. Our stats are doing well today. 45 degree angle, Lauren Arnell. Gonna. Going to have to be a good kick, but she'll probably have the legs for it. Comes in over the top of Bree Davey. Sits it high. That's a very high kick. But it's gone in. She likes it one to... L. Oh, that's her second for the day. And we have Darabin, 7-zip, 42. Oh, they're leading the Saints, 2-5-17. And this is starting to get ugly. Oh, dear. That's... Can't let Lauren Arnell free. She had plenty of space there, 45 degrees. It was an interesting kick. It went up very high, but it went through the big stick, so that's all that matters for you, Holden.
1: Indeed it does, and that's ominous signs for the St Kilda Sharks. So we said they can maybe let two or three goals go for the quarter, but anything besides that, it would be very difficult to pull back in. As we said, the advantage is towards the city end here as the umpire bounce the ball into the ground Champong won it through Arnell, trying to get there Whitehead, hurried little kick, Chapman laser tackle on her Falcons opponent umpire says, uh, I'll call for a ball up, thanks, no prior opportunity and that's what he does, ball up in the air, Champong wins the tap, Chapman tries to come through again ball still on the ground, Arnell wants to get involved, can't hatch the ball out, Garner works it sideways, towards the hard forward flank now half back flank, because Callanan has taken it, get to Arnell who's got some lead, it kicks further up the line Daisy Pierce takes the mark Pierce between center wing and half-forward oh, flank. high raking kick. kick. Looking for Paxman at center half-forward. Knocked out of her hands. Davey went with her. Ball hit the ground. Kinross picked it up again. Hand pass. Working sideways to Exxon. Went without it. Bruton tried to claim her on the way through. Exxon goes back in again. Lang for support. Gives the bump. Exxon goes back with a hand pass. Sold her teammate up the creek. Bruton is wrapped up by Boss And will call for a bounce. Between center wing and the half-forward flank. Darwin pressing forward. They lead 42 seven there's a champong, That's it, Whitehead, kicks it right up the guts, got away from uh, Chapman there is Hickey, Hickey on the right, goes towards the half forward flank packs with plenty of paddock, gets on the right boot, kicks back in, board. It's to dribble it to Hickey, misread it going through there is Colwell, got collared play on, call the umpire, Williams McWilliams across to Davy. Davey on the right boot in towards the middle of the ground Siobhan Hogan was almost praying before she took it, <laughs> she was on the knees for that long, took it, there went to towards Hickey, Hickey dropped it, hand pass over the top, Calona nearly ran into trouble, kicked it around the corner and found Paxman.
0: And Paxman's got plenty of space, though, McWilliams and Hope, They're probably their two best forwards are down there, spare in the back line, Katie Brennan's looking dangerous, she's doubling back, leaning ahead, Vessio making the lead, ignores that, Lang's making a lead up to the hot spot, winding her way through, she might find the ball here, she just takes it in the fingertips, she's probably too far out though, she's about... 45 out from goal. 45-degree angle over there near the creek. Jeez, it's going to be a good goal from Jane Lane. She's probably going to sit it up to the top of the square. Brennan's at the top of the square looking dangerous. Colwell's on her. Simpson's looking to make a sneaky little lead. Simpson's there. She still ignores her. She had so much space. Simpson, her opponent, just had a had a micro-sleep there. Forgot she was on her. Jane Lane, just as we said, sits it up to the top of the goal square. Ken Ross! Beautiful mark overhead by Kinross. We don't see that from her too often, the Ruckman. Very adept in her tap work, but doesn't sit too much for. but she'll probably slot this nice and easy. <laughs> Jogs it through. Jeez, that was a bit too easy for my liking, but a very strong mark in the goal square. Kinross taking that up, ahead, up against Stephanie Webb there from St Kilda. That's the eighth goal for Derriban, and this is getting very, very dangerous territory for the Sharks
1: bleak indeed and you you would suggest that the Sharks have now got to kick maybe two into the breeze to make it competitive for the final quarter. Again, you you look at it eight scoring shots to seven which would really suggest a one ball one goal ball game but again just the Sharks did not make the most of their opportunities in that second quarter, errant kicking and they pay the price.
0: Absolutely and uh, Kinross has, uh, has become commonplace, looks like we're looking for another ball now. I'm not sure where the other one went, but uh, it's yeah. becomes commonplace well, in AFL football these days. Uh, you well, kick the goal, you go off for a rest. Well,
1: well, the funny thing is, if you were, let's say, for example, a home side and you kicked the goal to be less than a goal <laughs> up with a minute to go, you might have just... Lost the ball out the back <laughs> when there's no time on. Def- and the, uh,
0: deflated it a la Tom Brady in the NFL, one of the two. The,
1: <laughs> as the umpire has the ball back in the middle of the ground, 48 play 17, 31-point lead, thanks to the prepgame.com.au, favouring Darabin. Taken away there by Portlocker. Big fresh air, he missed the ball, hit the ground. Whitehead went in again, couldn't extract it. All wrapped up, ball spilled free. There's Delpos, goes in there. Tilly Lucas-Rod with her as well. She's on hands and knees, can't extract it as Howells runs past and the umpire says i'll call for a ball up and that's what we'll have again a ball up uh, happening at about center half forward for the sharks bruton knocked away from her hands has to go back in again daisy pierce all class hand passes away sits up mcdonald who puts it on the right foot oh. through the hands of vesio and flying through the air simpson fed it out to vesio kicked it around the corner just out position there was uh, Brennan up against the boundary line, went back in and laid the bump. Now the ball will go over. And no, won't. We'll call for a ball up. Oof. Down jump by Blyside of that. I thought it was.
0: Well, the ball, he picked the ball up.
1: Yeah.
0: Outside <laughs> the paint, anyway.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to have a ball up in either Ooh. case. Deep forward yeah. pocket for Darabin. Mick Williams goes up in the contest versus uh, Brennan. Big punch, finds the boundary line. We'll throw it in 25 metres out from the Darabin goal. And
0: now we have... Looks like we might have Brennan might be going up. No, Mick Williams is going to go in the ruck. No, it's Brennan. Brennan will be at the drop of the ball. Mick Williams has found a tackled as she, as soon as she took possession of it. Looking very dangerous. And there's now just sitting out the back of the stoppage all on her own. There she comes. Oh, she does miss the ball, but it's all wrapped up once again. St Kilda are scrapping well, but they're just losing touch with their direct opponents too often, which is a little bit worrying. But anyway, we're going to have another ball up. 30 metres out from goal, far side, tap down to the Darabin. Brennan, beautiful snap there, but it's just helped through. And uh, we'll have a minor score. Darabin's, I think, first for the day might be their first minor score. 8-1. How do you like that in these conditions? Very nice kicking, and to be honest, she she made something out of nothing, so that point was a bonus anyway.
1: Around the grounds, the Spurs lead the Creekers by 35 points. Melbourne Uni lead Geelong by 47, and Seaford lead Knox by 52. As the kick from full-back, looking in the Garner direction, knocked out of her hands, nearly being tripped up there, Kayla Moore against the boundary line. The ball did go out, and we'll call for a ball in. 49, playing 17 here, favouring Darabin. Cool breeze just picking up again and also getting a bit cooler as well. It's back in. Lauren Pierce got it down to Paxman, tried to give a little hurried hand pass. Couldn't find a teammate in Exxon who was running by. Knees tried to pick it up, couldn't pick up clear possession. And the ball will go over the boundary line and out of bounds. 55 metres out from goal. Don't forget next week, St Kilda Sharks versus Diamond Creek. That game being played at the Peanut Farm Reserve on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Ball back into play. Falls into space. Daisy Pierce overran it. Couldn't pick it it up, in goes Davey over the top of the ball, got shoved by Lang, who didn't like the attention and the umpire comes back again and says let's have another ball up shall we 45 metres out from goal quickly does it again, Portlock lost the tap ball hit the ground, Tilly Lucas right overran it, in goes Georgia Fisher she can't extract it and the umpire says let's call for another ball up, stoppage is kind of helping the Sharks but really they do need a goal or two to chip back this lead
0: yep and they need, they need to take possession of the ball which they don't doing at the moment, there's Jane langs there, beautiful hands off Oh, and it's going to be put through for a goal. Beautiful there. I think that's Exon out there. She's she looked really lively today, very likely sort. And that's that may be her first goal for the Falcons because everyone yeah, in the field's uh, getting I, around her and I boy, that's on, a
1: good finish. I clicked on name when I was doing the uh, research. And I think this is actually her first game of VFL women's level, so well, that is go. fantastic. Uh, and if that is the case, goal on debut. She's looked fantastic out there. Kicked a goal. That extends their lead out now, at fifty-five to seventeen. And consider this as well: Aliso Day's not playing today. Neither Sarah Hammond. Neither Astro. Connor, so there's still quality players to come back into this team
0: Absolutely, and there's not too many missing from the Sharks So that just speaks volume Speaks volume about the two sides, I guess But umpire Thompson into the turf We're going to have another ball up Tapped forward there by Pearce She's looked very good in the ruck And Vessio takes possession of it Beautifully one-handed Brianna Davies down there in the back line But she can't stop Katie Brennan taking a beautiful mark Running back with the fly to the footy Takes it on the chest And that is as hard as it gets there Brendan has it at a very tight angle.
1: Going for a third goal of the afternoon. Goal 52 for the season.
0: And Brendan throws the grass up. It probably uh, has been whisked away before she could see where it went. And Brendan's going to line up. She's probably going to have to kick it about 30 metres, but it's at a pretty tight angle. Plenty of players in the goal square. Would have thought she'd have the legs just about the direction. She comes in. Lovely little drop head keeps it nice and low, but unfortunately it's just stayed to the to the near side of her goalpost. So that's the second minor for the Falcons. They're at 9-255, plays 2 five seventeen. It's gonna be Bree David to take the kick out for the Sharks.
1: And she looks for the short option. Whitehead, ignored, and decides to go with a booming long kick down the line. It's high. killary looked for it. And then McWeams had front posse knocked out of her hands. The umpire said play on. Hit the ground. In go Ali George, she can't extract it. And we'll call for a ball up. I think it's 9256. Your handwriting is horrible. That's it's
0: three. Peter Holland. That
1: is shocking. Still <laughs> uh, here across. Mick Williams trying to get a hand pass out. There's Bruton and went charging through. Hickey got dispossessed of the football. Exxon again. The umpire blows the whistle. It, it,
0: it may not be three. I mean, don't hardly me
1: do it. Uh, I think it's two. That's why I marked <laughs> it down. And then <laughs> well, you were scored over. The... And that's why the scoreboard's below us where we can't see it. As in goes Exxon again. Can't extract it. There's Bruton as well. Tilly Lucas rod is caught straight away. Got the hand pass though to Whitehead. It gave the don't argue. Got put on a Kyber pass, but got a left boot away in towards the middle of the ground. Round. Paxman sold the candy, trying to get to a teammate in Tindall. Got it back again. Paxman got around more. got on the right boot in the Simpson <laughs> direction. Had it, dropped it, lost it, then gets shoved over by <laughs> Free Davy. If I can see that from 100 metres away, the umpire said, I can it see that if too. It's a tiny
0: little push would have... Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Knocked it over. Gay Short finds Paxman. Paxman about 50-odd metres out from goal. Vessio on the lead. Ignored, goes in the lane direction instead. Because if the playing coach calls for it and you want to be selected next week, you kick it to the plane. <laughs> um, This is
0: pretty much an identical position from where Katie Brennan just kicked it, although maybe a little further out, and I think it'll might it be out of uh, Jane Lang's range, but she's just doing a little foxing, I think, just making them believe that she's going to take the kick. The lead's come. Dalpos has no one on her, but she's not really making much of a meaningful lead. Brennan's running around in circles trying to convince McWilliams otherwise. Here comes Lang up in. Well, it's actually a reasonable kick, but it's uh, kind of off the side of the boot, goes out in the full... It's going to be Mick Williams who's going to take the free kick. They're not much space in the 50-year, and she's going to struggle to find a target. Whitehead might be out there. Whitehead's making a lead. And there's Tilly Rod, and there it comes in Whitehead's direction, but Hickey over the top spoils it, as she always does. Ball drops forward. Garner just tipping it out. Looks like it's gone. No, umpire's found a free kick. Might have been for high. Tilly Rod's got it out there on the far wing. 50. are still in their own 50, but wobbly oh, not sure if that was a top or what that was, but Hickey had it. Hickey read it best, as she always does, on her hands and knees. Garner's trying to find the ball. Not sure who's got it, but it's all wrapped up there. Umpire's going to throw it up. Probably about halfway gone in this third quarter, would have thought. Not too sure, but Kinross and a Shampong up in the ruck. Champong touches it down, but Pac- Paxman's got it. Holds the ball aloft. She's been caught holding the ball. A bit rough, would have thought, but must have dropped it cold. And St Kilda are going to have the ball. Right about, still about 70 metres out from their own goal. Going to need a big roost down the wing here. She's going to kick it. It's going to fall straight in uh, Arnell. Oh, no, it's Brookhouse there down there in her lap. She's looking for a pony. There's so many players, not much free space, but somehow Hickey's found some. Hickey takes it back. Here comes the lead from Vessio. She kicks it to her advantage, but (laughs) Katie Brennan gives a... Rather a legal shepherd there for her teammate, trying to do the right thing, but... Not really.
1: Not just, really
0: legal. Mia <laughs> Ray Clifford just went spinning thought?
1: off in all sorts of directions, going, where the heck am I? <laughs> she gets the resulting free kick, defensive 50. Mia Ray Clifford looking further up the field, gets on the right boot, works it out towards the Merry Creek side of the ground. Garner went flying through the air, couldn't hang on to it. Dolphos hand pass away to Daisy Pearce, got on the right boot, looking <laughs> for Brennan, who kind of, it was a weird kind of... I'm not sure. I don't think anyone was looking at the ball, then, but anyway. Yeah, it's a free kick for an illegal shepherd against Colwell, and it's going Katie Brennan's and way. I'm
0: not sure she really meant to shepherd, but yeah, but um, <laughs> that's what happens when you don't look at the. Yeah, because
1: Brennan kind of looked away at the last second, because we thought yep. she was going to commit to it. Simpson was coming, and I thought, and oh, she left it for Simpson, but Simpson stopped as well. But it was... it's,
0: it's one of those things. If you're a defender, as soon as you don't look at the footy, that's it. Free kicks on. So Brennan will, would have thought Brennan slightly. She's been in really good, uh, really good touch with her goal, with her set shots and her goal kicking recently. She's probably about 30 out, but she's straight out, very measured approach. Coming in nice and slow, keeps it low, stabs it through, and that's just a beautiful goal kick. And uh, wouldn't expect anything less from her, to be honest, but that's uh, their 10th from the afternoon. We think they're 256 pretty sure ten they are. 10 so, No, yep, yeah, that, that'd be right, 10 times yeah. 6 is uh, 60. Yep. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm a writer, not a mathematician. So we gotta have... you would have thought the game's gone now from St Kilda, but they've got to find something in the final quarter to show that they're up for the fight and Penny Cooler-Reed's trying to instruct trying to extru- instruct her, St Kilda Sharks teammates to get in and get busy and it's up in the ruckers. Shampong touches it down there it's Penny Cooler-Reed sockers it ahead nice and clever but only goes as far as Kinross Shampong dives on the ball would have thought she's dragging that in but not called by the umpire umpire's going to call for another ball up Penny Cooler-Reed sitting off the back there looking dangerous would have thought Durriban want to get something on it Shampong Good tap there by Kinross, goes straight down, (laughs) tackled without the ball, umpire doesn't call anything. And we're going to have another ball up in the exact same position. Kinross and a Shampong up in the rock, a Shampong. big running lead, but Kinross gets the tap, only falls as far as Bruton. Ball in dispute, Kinross and Bruton, (laughs) they've moved about probably half a foot from where the first throw up was. The umpire's going to throw it up again. Kinross, bit high there on, yep, umpires called it. Bit high there from a shampoo on Kinross. So King Ross has got the ball, center wing, kicks it straight down the throat of Sarah Chapman. Sarah Chapman plays on, gives it to a shampoo. Not sure she should have given it back to the big Rutman, but big Ruttman wobbly old kick finds a teammate there, Amira Clifford. Clifford's in the middle of the ground, looking for an opponent. There's not really any meaningful leads coming, so she just sits it up into a dangerous spot. Hickey's read it well there, handballing it off, beautiful tackle, St Kilda following it up, Kinross, Bruton, in dispute, there's Bruton again, trying to dazzle it and there's Jane Lang, picks it up cleanly, beautiful hands off, finds a teammate, he just kicks it ahead, chips it down the wind, Daisy Pierce doing very well against Sarah Payton there, ball in dispute again, Jenna Bruton being very lively around the ball as per usual, Plenty of contested stuff, we're going to have a ball up, we're about 60 metres out from goal, broadcast side.
1: Thank you very much, right in front of our broadcast position, up in the air we go, Champion won it down but taken away by Arnell, who kicks it to Brennan, who managed to position herself well under the ball in the contest against Colwell, and she'll be lining up for a fourth goal of the afternoon, she is going for goal 53 of this season. Why, Jim? I hope has not kicked one today and still stuck on 76. She
0: could catch it. <laughs> oh. it's strange things have happened.
1: As in comes Brennan. She'll be kicking from about 30 metres out, slight angle. But from her experience, and this being her home ground, shouldn't have a problem at all. No. Nope.
0: Would have thought she'd kick this, comes in. Another beautiful chop. Huh? That's...
8: textbook. Run out, textbook.
0: Run, run out of uh, words to use to describe Katie Brennan today. She's been... She's done the tough stuff, she's done some very held some very good forward pressure, but she's also had some great contested grabs and she's taken them on the lead. She's played pretty much predominantly in the forward 50. Sometimes she does roam around the ground, but she stayed at home today with devastating effect. That's her fourth goal. Well,
1: that's the surprising thing. Like When Vessio went down back, I've seen at times they'll send Brennan down back to be a marking option, and it was Vessio today, and they just kept Brennan fresh. And, uh, well, who, who needs to get blame when the scoreboard's looking yeah. like that? Online, the moment they forgot to add the points. They still reckon it's 11 straight 66, which we know it's definitely a couple of behinds in there. Yep. It's 11-2 leading 2-5. We'll get some around the ground scores shortly as in goes Vessio, couldn't get the ball out of the middle of the ground. Overrunning it there was uh, Ray Clifford. In goes Bruton as well. Lost the ball, but picked up by Davey. Davey took a bounce off, half-back flank. Davey took a second bounce off, half-back flank. Did ran the there. centre wing. Got on the left boot as she just ran the full 15. Kicked it to Tilly lucas who takes the mark between centre wing and a half-forward flank. Goes for a run, kicks it inside the forward line. Oh, it's a high-floating kick, but too many numbers back there. Is that Daisy or deep in defence? No, I think it's Pax. might be
0: Mm-mm. Paxman down They're there. That
1: decides to go for the short kick. Went that okay to Melissa Bibby. Bibby now up against the boundary line finding Kinross. Kinross now takes it half-back flank on the social room side of the ground. Kiki was leading towards her but decides to stay wide, very close towards the boundary line. They're screaming for on the full. And um, the boundary umpire having a chat there with the field umpire and uh, (laughs) paying it as a mark. A few others are not happy about that as Heffernan takes it. Heffernan looks up the line, gets close. The player on the mark and Bruton... McWilliams went to punch it forward instead of taking it. Through the heads of Whitehead. Oh, she got nutmegged. And there went Delpos, who put on the left boot in towards the forward line. Just bouncing away there from Georgia Holden. And we'll see the ball go over the boundary line and out of bounds for a throw inside the forward 50, around the grounds. Spurs lead Diamond Creek by 30 points. Melbourne Uni lead Geelong by 54. And Seaford lead Knox by 54. Yep, put
0: the queue on the rack there, ladies and gentlemen. Three games already wrapped up. But I would have thought this was wrapped up as well, but a champong in the ruck. Very dangerous. Almost went right into the hands of Simpson, who streaked ahead. It's gone out, though, thankfully for her. Love the look of Lauren Pierce in the ruck. She looks very dangerous. Very good tap work. She's up against a champong in the ruck here now. Physical strength, and there's Pierce, and then she follows up herself. Beautiful work, and then probably falls, luckily, just in the side, but the umpire call it back again piece up against. No opponent at the moment in the ruck. And there she taps it down, gets a massive ear massage. <laughs> she goes through. She almost gets landed on as well. That would have hurt a shampoo. Yeah, takes that, a running that, jump that, at
1: the that, rocks. That last one brought to you by Panadol just quietly <laughs> as we throw it up in the air again in the forward pocket. Pierce won it down but taken away by Davey. who just went looking for rain with that kick. No 15. the hand pass to McWilliams who gave the don't argue. Kicked it further up the field. Managing to find Whitehead. It took it on the bounce. Hand pass to try and get around Whitehead. That was, oh, no, that was ambitious. Whitehead went in again and uh, the umpire calls for a ball up. And uh, that's what we'll have right in the middle of the ground. Away we go again. One out by Kinross, Pierce. Back to Kinross, lost it, Davey. There's the hooter for three-quarter time here on our girlsplayfooty.com match of the day in round 14 of the Swiss VFL women's competition. 11-68, the Dourburn Falcons St Kilda Sharks, 2-5-17, 51 points the difference. They might have a slight cool breeze aiding them the Sharks in this final term, but certainly 51 points would be a bridge way too far.
0: But... Yeah, even if it was a 10-goal breeze, I wouldn't, they wouldn't, wouldn't have thought they'd be able to capitalise um, from what we've seen today. You just haven't been as crisp with the ball as and have, and that's, yeah. that's been the difference. And they've, they've got the ball in dangerous positions, which uh, the couple of chances that St Kilda had, they've just hacked it and h- kicked in hope, and it suited to a TAE, the pucks or Ovesio down there in the back line helping out their defenders, and it's just not the right way forward for St Kilda.
1: It's, a, it's the funny thing, isn't it? Like, we've seen from the Devils, and we've seen, again, from the Sharks this year, that there are certain times, we look at two elements of the games, Physically, The Sharks and Devils have beaten Darabin physically, yep. but it's between the years, mentally, Darabin and, have got and, and so ex- many ex- sides beat hands down. And
0: execution as well. They, yeah. they haven't executed well today. Um, St. Kilda, they, they've tried their best and they've been competitive and they've been tough, but they just haven't um, executed. It's a shame for them that they do have to play McWilliams down. Uh, McWilliams has been really good today in the back line, but she's much more dangerous as a forward. And if they could play her... Um, if they could play her, Hope, and um, who, who's the other forward down there? Garner. I'm thinking Jasmine Garner. They would be a very tough tandem to match, um, to match up on. So it is a shame that they have to play McWilliams down there. But that's just as, as we talked about the measure of sides between the, the best and the the best and the the worst, I guess, for want of a better term. And, and that's been the difference today that they just haven't made meaningful chances going forward, even when they've had the rub of the green.
1: Well, we'll take this opportunity to take a break here at three-quarter time at girlsplayfooty.com. We've got it as the Darren Falcons 11 to 68 <laughs> leading go and check this the Sir Sharks mate. 2517 here at girlsplayfooty.com radio. Yeah.
5: Have you ever dreamed of quad biking in the wilderness of the Northern Territory or becoming a greaser on a 100-year-old steam tug? Personally, I rather fancy a bit of frog spotting myself. The point is, whatever you choose, volunteering is about being involved, getting things done and making a difference. Participate activate and create. Volunteer today. Visit www.govolunteer.com.au
7: The Prep Game specializes in nutritionally focused, freshly made meals for those who live a busy and active lifestyle. Whether you are an athlete, business professional, parent or fitness enthusiast, fuel your days right with quality food to maximize your performance. Get out of the kitchen and spend more time on what really matters. Let The Prep Game handle your weekly nutritional needs by simply ordering online at theprepgame.com.au or find us on Facebook and Instagram. The Prep Game, proudly sponsoring the Darabin Falcons. Hi, I'm Gabby Hollows. Help the Fred Hollows Foundation continue my husband's work. $25 can help someone see again. Please call 1-800-352-352 or visit hollows.org.au. This
5: is Danny Green. On a night out just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill One Punch can end their loss and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One Punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green Perth.
6: The symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits, unexplained weight gain or loss, indigestion or heartburn, and fatigue. But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au.
2: If you're a new parent, you know how much fun bath time can be. Kids love bubbles. They love to splash. But be careful not to let your guard down during these fun times. Don't leave the kids alone in the bath for a second. Not to answer the phone, not to turn down the TV, never. Last year, nine babies drown in bathtub. Pinch your pool, shut the gate, teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate, and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence, Kids Alive,
4: do the five. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day.
1: And welcome back to the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day at AH Cap Reserve in West Preston where we have it as 11 268 Durban Falcons, St Kilda Sharks 2517. Reminder, we're back at 1.30pm next Sunday for the St Kilda Sharks versus Diamond Creek at Peanut Farm Reserve in St Kilda just in the shadows of Luna Park. Join us then for that match. Christy Williams back with a cup of tea that hopefully won't go to her in two minutes this time. <laughs>
0: Uh, score was right, Pete. Uh, apart you. from my uh, addition, which is obviously not at uh, a VFL Women's standard or any, <laughs> or any standard for that matter, even under six, under sixes footy. Um, the score is right, so 11 playing 68 playing 2517. We need to see something from St Kilda this quarter. We need to see that pressure they brought in the second, and we need to see something. We need to see something up forward. I think a bit of cohesion between Hope Garner. If Davey can uh, get a bit forward, forward to centre, want to see Mick Williams thrown in there as well, just to see um, if they can stretch the and defence. Vessio's down there again. She'll sit, uh, yeah. she'll sit, sit free in a quarterback-style role, and they're going to have to keep it low and flattened. Either kick it away from her or keep it low and flat so she can't take those easy marks.
1: I'll let you uh, enjoy your coffee, your tea for a couple oh. of minutes. That is a car horn. I'm waiting for car, I'm <laughs> wait, I'm waiting for clowns to jump out with balloons and the music going as the ball is in the middle of the ground and we're away to get the final quarter going. <laughs> Kinross put it down the throat of Daisy Pearce who was caught by Ali George will call for a ball up. Straight up in the air, away we go again. A Champong wins the contest. Ball hit the ground, overran it by Chapman. In goes to Champong again. How's over the top of her. The umpire blows the whistle and calls for yet another ball up on the cricket pitch. 68 playing 17 here. 51 points the difference. The final quarter breeze with the Sharks as it's won down by a Champong. Chapman goes in there. So does Davey, all locked up. As the clock gets chewed up and that favours Darabin. No questions about that as... Thrown up in the air again, at Champoll. this quarter for Jayco Australia, by the way. As uh, Daisy Pearce is caught straight away, they call ball, and I think it was a bit ambitious. And we'll call for. Good the, battle
0: between her and Georgia Harris today. I've liked, the, liked what she's Allie tried jo- to do. Ellie George, Allie George sorry.
1: sorry. And oh, Brie Davy falls heavy on the cricket pitch there, as uh, she'll get oh. up. It's a synthetic pitch, so that's going to sting. It's uh,
0: concrete. It's literally yeah, concrete. Uh, yep. <laughs>
1: As uh, the ball is now in the middle of the ground, trying to go through it is Exxon, and we'll call for a ball up. You know, it still surprises me to this day. I know in years gone by, they used to put like. Um, almost like well, what they call garbage bags well, and then they throw dirt would, over the top of it. Usually you
0: would dig it out in the yeah. in the winter in months, but anyway. Yeah, you uh, should
1: dig it out or cover it with dirt, but anyway. Well, the, the kick...
0: trainer's going <laughs> to... <Well>, the ball <laughs> was going straight to the trainer
1: chainer, and uh, it got away from her, but doesn't matter how early... To be
0: honest, you might have thought she was a player. She's got red and white
1: on. Uh, it was taken away there by Tindall. He kicks it back in board. Paxman had it, got it back to Kinross, who didn't know which direction she was going in. Tindall had of Jane Lang with plenty of space, didn't take the ball, bounced, then didn't commit. There's Bruton who went back again, got dispossessed. Lang went back in, put a leg over her that was kind of well.
0: Ride right him, cowboy. <laughs>
1: How do I describe that without it sounding x rated as the ball has hit the ground? <laughs> There's Stacy Pierce who kicked it along the ground, went forward, going in the direction there of Exxon. Going in there is Kenny Killer Reed. I
0: think it's Arnell down there playing at yeah, full forward yeah, there at the moment, which yeah. is interesting move.
1: Wow, why not? With when Simpson? Yeah, why not? <laughs> 51 points up. Uh, Chapman got it across now Van Bruton, went up the line uh, trying to meet it, he's kicky, tried to kick it off the ground, Chapman turned her inside out then got slammed into the ground, no free for in the back, ball spills free to Daisy Pierce. kicked it to Paxman who dropped what she should have taken, then to Howes, Howes on the right boot, moves it out towards the wing position, foot race is going to be on here, coming out afterwards to try and meet the ball is uh, by the look of it Reynolds, now has to spin around, knocked off the footy, coming back in there is Mia Rae Clifford, close against the boundary line, Vessio is off support but the ball does go out Exxon seeing it over and we'll call for a throw in 60 metres out from the Sharks goal going to the city end and it's Darabin leading by 51 points and
0: Mo Hope one out in the goal square that's what we want to see I want to see a big grab there by Mo Hope. keep it nice and open for him Bessio's manned up which is definitely what St Kilda need to do throw in Falls to Shampong, she roves her own ball, but Pierce is there. No one anywhere near her. Handballs it to Kinross, gets it back. Pierce boots it forward up the wing. Bit thrown off her opponent there was Brennan, but she's Brennan's roving her own ball. Beautiful pickup. Kicks it ahead with a left boot. You would have thought she's a left footer Left footer looking at that, finds Simpson it goes over the back, It's kicked forward there, falls in the lap of Howes. Howes tries to handball off, kicks it a little bit backwards. Kinross, beautiful pick-up from the big ruckman. Handballs it off to a teammate there in Tyndall. Tyndall kicking ahead. They're going to play on quickly, balls in the hands of Paxman. Paxman looking for a teammate, just kicks it over there, hoping. Oh, Stephanie Simpson almost took a brilliant slips catch, but just drops it 20 metres out from goal, but St Kilda. And they might just get it to dribble over the line. No, they don't. Paxman's got it. She's going to bring it back in. It's beautiful mark taken there on the lead by an but wouldn't have thought she could kick her centers it beautifully. She finds Darpos. So Dalpos will line up for her first of the afternoon.
1: Should be in range. She'll be kicking for about 35 metres out. She judges that Bruce correctly heading to the north. end. And she is
0: a good, uh, nice flat kick, Jessica Dalpos. So if she she does that, would have thought... She just needs to make sure she kicks it over the top of Garner. Not the smallest person on the mark. So get it up over her and you'll be right. In comes Dalpos. Nice and straight. Just fades away. The wind's taken. That goes across the face. Doesn't quite have the legs, but Lang's there. She roves it. They're going to try and rush it through St Kilda, and that's the second or the third minor sorry of the afternoon for Durham, and they're 11-368 now. like Oh. I can't. can't.
1: You're yeah, from New South Wales that's okay. I'll let you off the hook. As the ball is narrative to be brought back into play by Penny Killer Reid. No comeback oh, yeah. to that. As it kicks in towards the back flank position. Pass Kinross. Ross now picked off easily by McWilliams, who kicked it in towards the central corridor. Awkward bouncing ball there for Vessio. Here comes Mo Hope. Vessio collected. Spun around by Mo Hope. Mo Pauls for holding the ball. Doesn't matter. The ball spilled free out towards the half back flank position. McDonald oh, going back to Hogan who lost it. Went out the back and the ball went over the boundary line and out of bounds.
0: My tea's already cold, Pete. That's how cold it is down here.
1: And the boundary umpire, unfortunately, is <laughs> about 100 metres away, still running. So
0: Literally, we're not. <laughs> Are we waiting? Yes,
1: we're sure, waiting for the boundary umpire. Surely 100... the
0: umpire can throw it in.
1: <laughs> the boundary umpire was oh, 100 metres away, and that's what they were waiting oh, for the boundary umpire to get go.
0: there. She's, she's slowly getting there. She's, she's uh, put in the hard yards today. She's only learning, and we, we want to see yeah. umpires in the game. Yeah. We need them.
1: We just need to teach them the little things about well, shortcuts. You don't about not having to run the full length Absolutely. of the field. Shortcuts to get better angles know, and views. She's and...
0: finally here now. She's having a look. She's going to throw it in. Use all her weight picks there. Not a not a bad little throw in there. Kinross taps it down. Raving the ball there is Tilly Lucas. Rod just pushing, pushing uh, Cullen there over the line. She's going to get it a, get it back again. She's going to throw. Oh. Probably with the win now, the uh, boundary umpire. So might get a bit of a roost on it. Kinross up in the ruck again. Taps it beautifully down to Arnell. Jessica D'Alposs slaps it forward. But looks like Garner's going to intercept. Kicks it forward. Just goes inside 50. It's Mick Williams there at the drop of the ball. Handball's off to her teammate. No, that's Mick Williams there. Oh, just almost got the kick away. Did uh, St Kilda, but they're away here now. Jane Lang looking for an opponent. Trying to handball off. They're trying to get their run and go here. Ball's in the hands of Siobhan Hogan. Kicks it about two metres to her opponent. Not sure what she was thinking there. And my hope's appealing for holding the ball. But uh, she's very ambitious there with her holding the ball goal. She marches back to the goal square where she belongs. Ball's up. Huge tap there by a champong. Bree Davies recovered from her running with the cricket pitch. Tries to keep it in, but the ball's gone out there. It's uh, Exxon, who's been very, very good today in what we believe is her first VFL women's match. Kicks a goal as well on debut, which uh, you can only dream of. So we've got a champon and King Ross up there, and the of champon shoves her aside. Gunners there, boots her forward. What a beautiful talk that is. Doesn't come the way, but there's Tilly Lucas-Rogg roving the ball. She's going to find herself wrapped up. They're about 40 metres out from goal, straight in front. Mo hopes they're in the goal square, looking very dangerous. Ball's thrown up. Kinross taps it again. Tilly Lucas-Rogg boots it forward, but it only goes as far as Vessio, who cuts it off there. She's looking for a teammate. She's just going to bomb it long, I think. Measures the kick. Almost intercepted there by Garner, but Jaupas just gets the hand in St Kilda, trying to square the ball, but it's a huge floater. McWilliams tries to find it. Pops up over the top. Ball in dispute here. Williams falls on it. Holds the ball to our opponent's chest. We're going to have a ball up about 30 metres out from goal on the
1: far side. And that's what we'll do umpire clears the way it starts to get dark here at AH Gap Reserve ball hit the ground no clear possession Hogan goes in there dispossessed and all wrapped up once again as Hickey trying to bust her way through Davey Tilly Lucas Rod held on to by Paxman Gardner watches on and the umpire says yeah I better take that footy back McWeems on the bottom of that mess We'll throw it up 35 metres out from goal. Away we go again. Kinross won it. Ricocheted back there by oh, Davey, who tried to charge through four of them. And the umpire said, funny enough, no opportunity. And we'll call for a ball up once more. 25 metres out from goal. 69 place, 17, Darabin's way. Umpire says shepherding in the rack. And it'll be a free kick going to Narell Kinross, who was looking to the Merry Creek side of the ground and decides now to go straight up the corridor. Looking for Jess Delpos, been good today. Jess Delpos takes the mark comfortably in front of McWilliams. Decides to go sideways to Paxman with plenty of space. (laughs) Paxman, back pocket, has Lang on, takes one bounce. Goes for a run on the right, high, Versio versus Bruton. You just kind of had that feeling, but Gardner now puts it on the left boot in the McWean's direction. It took one bounce, got it, and pass over the top to Gilda. Gilda runs to 15 metres out. a little toe poker over it. the top, squeezed it in. And that is Emily Gilder's first of the afternoon. And for the St Kilda Sharks, they move to 3 5 23. Good mass, Pete. Trailing. The Darwin Falcons eleven three sixty nine. This quarter for JCO Australia sponsors of the Sharks. Emily Gilda seventy five. That's her first goal of the afternoon.
0: And uh, nice. Oh jeez, oh, God. I
1: stuck nice, in nice hitting your knees in the chair.
0: Got stuck in the chair there. Oh, I'm all right. Williams looks like she's going to the center there. She's she's tried her heart out today, and she had beautiful give and go there. And and Gilda under any measure would have been under a lot of pressure internally and externally, but she slotted at home very calmly. And then it says a lot about the player there, Emily Gilda, that she can uh, have so much space and time but uh, execute effectively, which is so important in women's footy. So looks like we got Pierce and a shampoo up in the ruck. I really have loved this ruck battle today. It's been very intriguing. A shampoo trying to hide out, but Pierce is so clever with the way that she taps the ball. But a shampoo has got the tap this time. Down there to Demek the Williams, Whiteheads all over the top of the ball, Hickey tries to tackle her, and there comes in, bulldozing through a shampoo. It's gonna be all wrapped up there. Ball up right in the middle of the ground. Fortunately, not on the cricket pitch this time. Pierce, huge tap there. It looks like it's hurt a Shampong. Practically used her as a ladder to tap the ball there. Shampong comes up very gingerly. But we'll have another ball up in the exact same position as Shampong up against Pierce in the rock. And Pierce gets the tap again. Only goes as far as McMillions. McWilliams tries to hack it forward. Pierce, know, uh, sorry, with a clever little soccer. Inside Darabin's 50. Haven't been in there for a while. It's going to be right at the top of the 50. We're going to have a ball up. Very dangerous. We've got... To can't see. I think that's Simpson down there in the goal square for and One out, which will be an interesting battle. Brendan tries to find her way through, but it's held to her. She looks like we find a free kick. Might be for too high. I'm not quite sure what it is. No, no ball up. Just the ball up. Very dangerous position. 40 metres out from goal. Shampong, Beautiful tap there, but only finds it as far. And it's going to come back. Arnell, beautiful kick. And there is Simpson. Just got the hand in. Did Colwell. Colwell <laughs> <laughs> flattens. George, oh, how do you do? Oh, Colwell, that was beautiful footy. All legal, of course, but Brennan doing the ruck work there. I think the ground's still shaking from Colwell, Sit it goes through for a minor score. That'll be Darabin's fourth of the afternoon, and get ready for this mass, folks. It's 11 plays 3 5, 23.
1: Congratulations. <laughs> you, you got that one right. Mind you, you did tell me off earlier that grade 5 was the best three years of your life. As we wait for the ball to be... <laughs> kicks further up the line. That's an, old, that's an oldie but a goodie. As uh, Garner from half-back flank kicks in towards the middle of the ground. George came at it. Pierce had it. Trying to get a hand pass away while being tackled. Close towards the uh, boundary line. Now having to spin around here. Take a bounce as Paxman. Paxman now on the right boot further up the line. Got to be good with a kick. Oh, oh, Flying through the air if you don't oh, mind. Oh, that
0: hit both her and whoever was on the bottom the of that.
1: The ladder, poor old Mia Ray Clifford and Brennan takes a run gets on the right boot, up the line, one bounce, got away from Penny Killer Reid, still being oh. kept deployed Oh, oh dribble the dribble from Simpson Simpson with a spare meter to go, dribble along the ground between the goal and point post, put it through the middle, 12-4-76 Darwin St Kilda Sharks 3 5 23. This quarter for Jaco Australia. Sponsored the Sharks, jayco.com.au.
0: And uh, Brennan set that goal up beautifully there. That was a Vesio like hanger, I guess you could say. And and Simpson very cleverly on the instep of the foot. They like to practice it these days, the little forward pockets. And uh, they get it more often than not. And Simpson has been in stellar form. And she is a very dangerous looking into these finals. And here comes ball up. Pierce goes up in the right, taps it down, only goes straight to St Kilda, St Kilda, hacking it forward inside the 50. Pierce reads it best. Strong mark at the top of the 50 there. Just tells her teammates to slow down. Plenty of leads coming. She's going to kick it across, but it might be intercepted here. Oh, it's a strong mark by Callan, who runs on plays on her. Opponent took, took the ball on, and it looks like it's going to come down there for Tilly. Lucas Rod, ball wrapped up. We're gonna have a ball up right on the far side of the right of the far side of the wing there. Plenty of play over there. Umpire's gonna throw it up. It's gonna be piercing in the ruck to tap it back again. Arnell's got it. Tackled without it would have thought ball in dispute. Umpire's gonna call for it again. Sting's kind of gone out of this game a bit, but uh, plenty of things can still be gained for St Kilda. Little hack forward, come down to under Pierce. didn't get rid of the ball, but Unkai calls play on, Vessio's got it here, sweeps it up. Callinan with the ball, held without it, drops the ball, here comes Hickey and bulldozes her way in, doesn't find the ball, but flattens her opponent. And another ball up. About a thousand today. The umpire might be getting tired of throwing up. Lauren Pierce, pretty much unopposed, gets the tap down. Strong beat forward, goes over the back. Here we've got my hope. Raving the ball, goes, oh, it goes under. And Siobhan Hogan, hot hands and knees, scrapping there. Tilly Tilly Lucas Rod drops the ball. Umpire's finally called a free kick. Bit rough there, would have thought, called it against Ellie George. Hasn't been bad today, but here comes her direct opponent, Pierce, just strolling out of the back line. Beautiful precision kick to Paxman. Paxman's taken the mark. 30 metres out from goal. Broadcast side has kicked it ahead. It's in the hands of Elizabeth Birch. Birch looking for teammates. There's leads coming left, right and centre. But it's going to be intercepted by St Kilda here. It's uh, the number four in Mia Ray Clifford. Kicks it ahead. Beautiful to the top of the square. But here's strong contested mark against Ellie George, who's always going to be outpointed in that situation. Plays on. Nice kick there to Arnell. Top of the 50. Takes her opponent on, kicks a lovely switch kick there. It's going to land in the, right in the bread basket for Hickey. Hickey kicks a forward over the top of Dalposs, but Jane Lang's got it. Not too many in the 50 there. Kinross is there. Would have thought a good take. She's got about a foot on her opponent there, but Lang's just going to hack it forward. Got Pearson Kinross. Kinross. Beautiful take. She's been very, very impressive in the ruck. And if she slots this goal, no pressure, but she's got the uh, $50 Rebel Sport voucher sewn up.
1: Oh, you made the call. I've been overruled.
0: (laughs) She comes in, Kinross. She's almost straight out in front, 40 metres. (laughs) No pressure, but that's a shocking kick, and that's fallen short, Kinross. Plenty of players putting their hand up for the Rebel Sport voucher today.
1: I, I'm thinking, plenty of them. I'm thinking a favourite in the box seat at the moment it would certainly have to be number 15, Natalie Exxon.
0: Yeah, she's she's going alright, Pete. There's a few players who've done well today. my <laughs> on, a few of them. Another behind for Darabin. That'll take it to 12-5-77. And we're going to have Penny Coolerie to take the kick out here. Bodies everywhere. Zonal defence has been employed by Durriban, so she just kicks it to the, the broadcast side. Kick it in hope. Ball ball falls down there. That's House there. Drop of the ball. Comes on the dance. Kinross again. Racking it up today. Another strong mark. Top of the 50. Kicks it to the lead of Arnell, but poor kick goes over the top is there, no that's Bruton hacking it clear, it's going to come straight back, Howes almost takes the mark, but here we go, Bree Davies streaking through the centre, Daisy Pierce can't tackle her. very good handball out there to her teammate there in in Hyatt, Hyatt still dribbling, tapping the ball, it's one on two, bit of a sh- very soft shove in the back, but the umpire's called it anyway, <laughs> and he's got rid of her opponent as well. She told to play on. Hyatt kicks it there. She finds Bruton. Bruton's still 60 metres out from home, looking for a lead. Vessio, two timing. And it's going to go straight to Vessio. Oh, hope! Oh, just drops it in front. And Vessio does get the, the ball again. She's kicking it to the advantage there in her teammate in uh, Exxon there again. <laughs> Been very good, Exxon, but needs to close closer uh, game out here. Uh,
1: around the ground, Spurs lead Diamond Creek by 36 points. Melbourne Uni yeah. leads Geelong by 59 points. Seaford lead Knox by 68 points.
0: It's interesting. Oh, Pierce shoves their opponent out there very strongly in the ruck there. That was uh, Portlock and Pierce struggling through. tried tries to t- take out Tilly Lucas-Rod. Vessio in front. Great shepherd there. Darabin handballs out to Paxman near side. Paxman might look to switch it here she does kicks it very dangerously across the face drop the ball oh oh, that's a terrible kick oh she's i don't know how she's kicked it backwards somehow from her left foot it's taken a a shame on right angle it's one of the worst kicks you'll see but uh fortunately it's, it's in the hands now of tamara hyatt she's gonna have to go out on an angle, no, she hasn't gone out of the angle but how do you like that, just slots it through with the left, the check side beautiful finish there and if they're going a bit too far backwards would have thought Darabin would want to go sideways more than backwards but good to see St Kilda still applying the pressure and that's their fourth goal of the afternoon there, 4-5-29 trailing Darabin 12-5-77
1: Here on girlsplayfooty.com radio live at AH Cup Reserve, Coxie's back next week in the team and it should be a ripping game, St Kilda and Diamond Creek at the Peanut Farm Reserve in St Kilda. Join us then, 1.30 p.m. Sunday. Be there or be square as the umpire bounces the ball in the middle of the ground. Away we go again. Kinross won it, moved it forward. to Lucas Rod, first of the ball, couldn't pick it up. House comes in to meet it as well. And the umpire says, uh, time for a ball up. And that's what we'll do. We'll throw it up in the air. Away we go again. And uh, Tilly Lucas-Wright kicks it around the corner. It's high in the air. Williams went flying through the air. Couldn't quite bring it in. But Vessio through the middle of the ground. Oh, put a stroke down the throat of Tilly Lucas-Wright, who now got on the right boot. Went up the line over the head of Garner. hide out the back. Put the head over the ball. Couldn't pick it up. Garner, hand pass to no one in particular. Heffernan, dispossessed. And the umpire says Fly advantage on one... paid oh, for the forward line. I... Oh, my hope one-two takes the mark. Oh. Crash the pack.
0: Daisy Pierce put herself in a very vulnerable position there. She stuck herself in the hole bravely as any good leader when she got the knee in the back. Perfectly legally, of course. Excellent mark from my Hope. She'll look to slot it quickly.
1: And that's uh, what she does. Stabs yeah, at it and yeah, puts it through the middle. Mo's only goal of the game so far. Goal 77 for season 2016 for her. And that means 5535 for the St Kilda Sharks. 12577 for Darabin Falcons, thanks to Jaco Australia, you can find them online at jayco.com.au, sponsors of the Sharks
0: and a uh, good little finish to the game here from the Sharks, we've, we've seen uh, McWilliams is up forward now with Hope and it's looked really dangerous there, obviously Garner's at the top of the 50 and along with McWilliams and then Hope down there in the goal screen, it's looked really good, i thought, but uh, as we talked about as well, can't really afford to take McWilliams from the back line too often but we're going to have Ball up, looks like it's going to be uh, Kinross in the ruck uh, Ken's not sure that's a champion down there who's that? There, Pete? Portlock I think and they're going to yep. bounce it up, Portlock's going to go to the advantage of Portlock, no, umpire's going to call it back <clears throat> not long to go in this final quarter 77 plays 35, Darabin have the game locked up, but looking to finish on a high, Kinross dumps it forward goes down there, St Kilda though Tilly Lucas right away with the ball. She's been lively today. Drills the kick to Mick Williams, but well held there by Darcy Vessio, who just slaps it clear. Pierce has found the ball. Pierce, one of the teammates, looks like it's Exxon out there again. Kinross handballs to Darcy Vessio. Vessio fumbles. Fumbles back, Kicks backwards again. There's Hickey. Hickey finds Exxon. Grubbly little kick, but uh, finds the target nonetheless. She kicks it a long way backwards. It's going to be Paxman just right on the top of the 50 there, far side. Kicks it in centre. And they're just chipping it around now, Durriban. And they're switching it out. And now they've they've found found some way out. That's uh, number eight for Durriban there in Elizabeth Birch, She's shoveling it forward. Heavily met. Ball's in dispute for the Sharks. Comes up. That's we're going to see. Georgia Holden take it over the line. Not long to go now, right in front of the Durban coach's tent here. Not a box, but a tent, but that'll do nonetheless. <laughs> umpire throwing a big heave ho. Not a bad one there from the boundary umpire. Dub down to Bruton. Bruton thumps it on the left foot. It's going to come back. Oh, good bounce there for Gardner. Gardner's trying to find a teammate, but solder up the creek without a paddle. There's Davey. Bulldozes their way through as per usual. Thumping kick. She's a uh, beautiful uh, kick for touch there. She's found the line about oh, 10 metres uh, to the left of the goal post. Not sure what my... Oh, I thought my hope was trying to claim the kick there. Not sure
1: what for. Yeah, no, <laughs> As the ball's thrown back in. 42 points the difference. Darabin leading the St Kilda Sharks back into play. Brought to ground. Overrunning a few. In goes Lang. Got thrown down to ground. Picking up his house, got to dance around a couple. Got on the right boot, just came off the side. One bounce and then over the band line, out of bounds. Here those who had the picnic rug set out earlier. It's one way to enjoy the day at the footy.
0: Should have brought the data as well, Pete.
1: As we wait for the ball to be thrown back in. 60 metres out from the Sharks goal, attacking the city end. He's back into play. Portlock versus Kinross. Ross. Ross won it down. Davey knocked out of her hands. Kinross Ross won again. Davy went back in, and I <laughs> okay, the don't argue hits the boundary line with one bounce. Get then in. runs the forty-five meters out. Go. How's that for a good goal? Oh, oh,
0: oh, I like that. I really do like it close to the forward line, Bree, Davy, because she's got a lovely boot and yeah, uh, she can yeah. break break tackles like not no one it, else in the opposition it, on the sorry in the league can.
1: It was the don't argue to Tindall. Crossed the boundary the line, took a bounce to the left hand, it got it back started. to the right hand, then just floated it through from she, about 40 and
0: she out. And she kicked it wonderfully because she aimed it probably just a little bit right of the right up, upright and she judged it perfectly. It went right up to the middle. And uh, very dangerous, Bree Davy, You'd like to have three of her, one in the centre, one in the back line and one in the forward line, but unfortunately there's only one. Brennan's now got onto Davy in the centre. Geez, that would be a delicious match up around the ground. But anyway, umpire balls up, plenty of... Uh, They'll be Bulldogs teammates soon, Davey and...
1: Uh, oh, Redmond. no! Uh, oh, well, yes, for the September game. Yes, yes for the September game. After that.
0: Yes, after that, no, no friends there. Hacks clear by Reynolds there. Kicks it up the saddle. And <laughs> and there goes the strangest uh, siren in history. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, car, the, the, the clown car, sorry, I'm calling it. <laughs> and there it is, yeah. full-time here on girlsbikefooty.com radio. It is, in the end... Darwin 12577 defeating the St Kilda Sharks 6541. Of course, we've got to give our Player of the Day award, who gets the $50 Rebel Sport voucher. I better set up the radio for you as well, so you can hear what's going down on the boundary line. If you can't hear us, just wave, and I'll obviously uh, point to you. But uh, Christy, just I was gonna say, pop the head back, set back on for two seconds, and uh, I mean, I was I was leaning towards Exxon, but um, who are you oh, thinking for? My-
0: I think Exxon did some good things, but she didn't didn't touch it enough to have much of an impact on the game. I just thought uh, Kinross was really serviceable in the ruck, but then had an influence around the ground, which we don't see. Also. It really seemed like she lifted to the challenge, um, and she was challenged by Shampong, who's a very strong uh, strong presence in the ruck, and that, that's why I'm really impressed with the impetus she gave her side going forward and, and around the ground. And Well, Brennan kicked four goals, fantastic as always. Uh, I just thought Kean Ross, uh, just a nice, even contribution across all the quarters. Pete?
1: Well, yeah, I seem to have a bit of a problem with the radio, so what I'll do anyway is I'll just... You wave and I'll yep. point to you. You just click up on the switch, and uh, we'll jump in when you've got a uh, player of the day here as part of our match of the round. We give away a $50 Rebel Sport voucher, and uh, we give that to the player of the day, or a player that we uh, judge as the uh, most improved as uh, we see the sides back in the middle of the ground with the hip hip arrays rays and uh, we see Christy Williams uh, running down there and uh, she'll jump in obviously once she's got the player off the day there. And uh, another win for Darabin means they're undefeated throughout season 2016 in the Swiss VFL women's competition. With this victory today by 36 points, they sit at the top of the table. I think Narelle Kinross is our player of the day. We'll wait for her to uh, come out and have a bit of a chat. I know uh, Katie Brennan's being interviewed for the TV cameras. She kicked four goals today, by the way, which sent her to 53 goals for this season. Very happy Darabin bunch. uh, Kilda Sharks having a bit of a heart-to-heart. A few cheap goals improved the scoreboard, but they know that in the second quarter... There's probably the chance where they had seven scoring shots where they really needed to uh, match the tempo of Darabin and have some straight kicking. And they could have been maybe ahead at halftime, but they kicked themselves out of it, and they'll be left to rue this one. As we always say with Darabin, you only get the one chance to get in front of them and to stay in front. And if you don't make the most of it, well, Darabin will just run away and open you up. Christy Williams, of course, is down there on the boundary line. She's about to catch up with Narelle Kimlos. Let's uh, head on down to Christy Williams now. <laughs> right.
0: Well, we have the play of the match down here, Pete. Uh, but She doesn't like public speaking very much. so I'll try and take the reins as much as I can. Thought you <laughs> thought you were really strong in the rut today. And, uh, but around the ground, you contribute a bit more than usual. you felt like you rose to the challenge of, some, of such a strong ruck and presence. Is that, is that something mentally you thought, wow, I
9: need to stand up here today? Yeah, it's something I've been trying to work on all season, obviously, with Aster with out. Um, Aster's helped so much with myself and, and Lauren Pierce throughout the season. Um, so it's a job for Lauren Pierce and I to, to stand up in uh, Aster's absence and each week trying to improve yeah. and, and to be more of a presence around the game.
0: And you guys are a great little combination, aren't you? Because you're a bit different in the way you style. Pierce is uh, more of a kind of direction ruck and can jump over the top, where it seems like you enjoy that physical that physical battle
9: down on the ground as much. Yeah, yeah, I try and work hard on, on, on strength and stuff, yep. and um, I'm getting on in age now. <laughs> um, so the jumping capacity's not there yeah. as much, but, um, yeah... We are two completely different acts, but it's great for the team.
0: Tell us about uh, Natalie Exxon. I thought she did some really good things today and everyone got around her when she scored that goal.
9: Yeah, it's her it's first game yeah. this season. It's been a long pre-season, obviously, for her. She's been waiting a while, and she played an absolutely brilliant game today. Played last week in the Resies as well and absolutely smashed it. So it's great to have her on board today. And
0: so, such a good thing to have so many players coming up the coming up the ranks for and so you
9: can't be comfortable with your spot on the side, can you? No, no, we're all fighting week in, week out, which... Makes us a a better
1: side.
0: All right, congratulations. Here's your $50 Rebel Sport voucher, mate, and uh, won't make you do too much more public speaking. speaking.
1: Narelle Kinross and Christy Williams there on the boundary line. Narelle Kinross, our Rebel Sport Voucher Player of the Day in the win for the Darabin Falcons over the St Kilda Sharks. 12.577 to 6.541.